What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. So this week we watched an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yep. And in, I think, in M. Night Shyamalan fashion, we should have a little twist in our intro and our cold open. What do you guys Like a twist of lemon? Yeah. No, like a, you know, like a twist in all of his thrillers where it's like... Like the twist? Like like a plot twist. Like a little Richard, like a twist. No, like like a plot twist. Oh, okay. Like like a a pivot. Yeah. So like you set something up for the first... Okay. First and second act. And then in the third act... Third act is fucking... Just like the sixth sense. Just like the sixth sense. Where the boy is dead the whole time, right? Okay. Spoiler. That was the village. Yeah. Same thing. So maybe one of us is dead? One of us is dead. Do you yeah. want to draw straws for it? I mean, I'm totally down, to be honest with you. You're just volunteering to die. Yeah. I'm method. Oh, shit. Ah. Forgot about that. Oh, you put your fingers nose on your nose? nose okay. Now you have to oh, die. Oh, darn. I have to die now. I'm so bummed about it. You don't it. really sound that bummed about dying. Oh, man. I'm fucking bummed. No, no. I'm not going to be alive anymore? Sheesh, man. It's got like a death fetish. Yikes. Well, as long as you're the one that dies. Oh, no, no, that's got not you. cool. That's you can't die. He got you. That's my job. He beat you to the punch, and therefore is better. <gasps> that was a twist. Oh shit! We did it. So, no, you don't do the no, you're twist. Dead. You're dead. You're dead. You shit yourself. People shit when they die. Every fucking week, new movies get released. How does anyone ever? Not ready. I, you hit it too early. I wasn't ready. Okay, my water's in the kitchen. You have you, plenty of you, water. You you do the intro then. Okay, I'll get my water. You, you do the intro. Okay, he always yeah. does the intro. Welcome to there are too many movies. Don't walk on my fucking shop. Yeah, hurry the fuck up. Uh, this is Josh Rodriguez hosting. Hey guys, there are too many movies. I'm gonna reference something. Ready? All right, uh, all right. That yeah, was watched, like from science. Yeah, from like the from the movie science. Was that scary? It would have been. Yeah. It would have been better if you moonwalked. Oh, okay. I'll do it again. Okay. I gotta take the shoes off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Wow, dude. Now do the gritty. Is, it, is that the gritty? <laughs> That's not I the. Have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> I am currently hitting the gritty for Ukraine. Welcome to There Are Too Many Movies. I'm your host, Josh Rodriguez. This week on There Are Too Many Movies, we watched Signs, the 2002 M. God damn it. The 2002 M. Night Shyamalan fucking extravaganza alien movie. I'm Josh. And I'm Chris. Ah, shit, he's back already. I was going to say some heinous shit. Go ahead. I'm Chris and women. I'm Chris Collins. You're Chris Collins. Anyways... Uh, I'm Alex Wilson. Doesn't matter. But before we All talk right. about signs, we're going to talk about what we've been watching. Yep. And before we talk about that, you can before talk- we talk about that, we're going to talk about the Patreon. The Patreon is five dollars a month. But before we talk about the Patreon, we're going to talk about our favorite movies. That's not true. We never do that. Never have done that. So 162 episodes now. Yeah. And we've never talked about our favorite movies. Nope. Hmm. Not in that order. Not right up front. Why? You th- what? 
Can the, I explain? Can we? The explain? point is to, to I explain? slowly oh. reveal over hundreds of episodes what our favorite movies are, dude. All right. Well, I feel like the viewers don't have any indication that I have okay. like, the biggest brain it's, here. What it's is your number one hundred favorite movie of all time? Number one hundred? Yeah. <sighs> Rashomon by Akira Kurosawa. Okay, so now for the next one hundred episodes, you need to have a 99, 98, 90, You know yeah. what I mean? All right. So it's the slowest burn possible. All right. I like it. All okay. Right. Uh, Patreon. Patreon is five dollars a month, where you get bonus episodes, you get fucking behind the scenes photos, you get pics, you get fucking feet pics, uh, and mm. access to the Discord, our private Discord community, where you can discuss with us what you're watching on the daily, what you're picking up as far as movies, music, video games, whatever the fuck you want to talk about. Come talk about it with us. Come in our out. Discord community. Hell yeah, yeah. Chris, what you've been watching this week? Oh shit, guys, I'm gonna be honest. My watch list is too big. Oh, uh, it's three big, you might say. It's, it's, I got a five head watch list. <clears throat> I'm going to look up to it. Oh, fuck, it's so bad. Right? Yeah. No, you didn't Why do would a, you do that? You didn't do a surprise do enough face. You got to be like, yeah. You know how to do that. Your face. watch list is so big. Oh, my God. Yeah, cross your eyes a little bit. I'm not going to do an Ahigao face <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> the fact that you know what it's called. Everyone I in didn't. the war. You told me to do the face. I, I know. I didn't know it had a name. Of course it does. Everything has a name. Oh, yeah, so I'm dumb. Yes. Yet you know the name of that face, you fucking weeb. Do it. Do it for the camera. Do it. No. Come on, do it. I don't want to. I don't want that to be in the world. Immortalize that image forever. That's going to be the thumbnail. You know it's going to be the thumbnail. Thumbnail that shit, bitch. That's not it. No, you're copping out. I'm not copping out. He doesn't want to do it. I'll fucking do it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> immediately back <laughs> immediately backed up anyways here's what i've been watching all right let's go uh so i watched the new orphan movie first orphan kill. orphan first kill yeah. which first is a kill. prequel that they made 10 years after the original i was gonna say i remember when this continue that was so fucking crisp should i continue so or, or are you just going to sip that Zoa hard as fuck? Uh, is that Tropical Punch? <sighs> yeah. Dwayne, would you respond to our emails, please? Thanks, bud. I don't think he has an email account. You don't think Dwayne The Rock Johnson has an email? No. Right. You think it's therock at yahoo.com? He probably has it's that. It's me at rock.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or it's, uh, it's dj at ironparadise.com. It's Dwayne at thepeopleschamp.com mm. do you think there will be a sequel to the rock as a wrestler and he'll come back to wrestling as the rock and roll i think he should do that Shut the fuck up. orphan first kill yeah so before a new film yeah but before i watched that i went back and watched orphan 2009 because i'd never seen that oh wow okay. she's the like original. a f- right i mean it's the dumbest movie you just that's the you whole haven't movie. seen it? No. You just gave away like the, the entire biggest, fucking movie. Were you, oh, you were twist. dying to see Orphan from 2010? Coulda. Coulda. Right. Dep- depending on what he said in his watch list. I, see, that's the point of the watch list. He talks about the movies that he's seen. So right off the bat. Like, it's like when I, it's like if I had watched Sixth Sense and you go, oh, so the movie were. I mean, everyone knows that. And now, because it's like known as the twist movie. And Orphan's not. No. 
then why I are you no so idea. mad about the twist? For other people, for example. For other people. Yes. For the future orphan watchers. Yeah. If you're, if you're dying to see Orphan. But people are talking about the, the current movie, and yeah. they're going back and watching the first one. That's why I did. And guess what? I went in blind, and guess what? I didn't know it had a twist. And guess what? I thought the twist was insane. And guess what? It's a pretty good movie because of it's that. Fine. Now, do you think if I went in knowing the third act, do you think I'd enjoy it then? No. Do you think you'd enjoy The Sixth Sense then? Do you think? So you're you, saying you enjoyed the movie Orphan? Yeah. And I only enjoyed it because Yeesh. I only enjoyed it because it wasn't spoiled for me. Hmm. But now I can't enjoy it. Yeah. So you took away my joy. Here's the thing: I know for a fact you weren't going to see Orphan because I re- I remember it being explained to us in high school. And I remember that, school. and you were there. I knew about it, but well, whatever. but for the listener, yeah. All then all our points are still valid. Out. Bleep out every single thing I, I say will. in the episode up to this point. Okay. I will, actually. Please don't, actually. <laughs> no, but I will edit that out. Okay. And that's obvious. Anyways, um, that movie's Orphan 2009 is pretty good. Yeah. It's a solid horror thriller. Right. I enjoyed it. Who's in it? <sighs> I always ask this. I'm sorry. I know. I'm just so mad. <laughs> Ah, uh, sorry, bud. It's fine. You know, fill the dead air. You know, if Josh was presenting this in his watch list, he would already have the actors at yeah, the ready. Yeah, I do that. It's kind of true. I do that. Kind of a just a factual fact. But when I bring when I bring it up, I don't mean to stump you guys. I'm just like, oh, who's in it? Because yeah, I, yeah, because yeah. I genuinely want to know. Peter Sarsgaard. Okay, uh, Sarsgaard. Vera. Yeah, that's his name. Sarsgaard. That's it his is. name. That's his name. Not Skarsgård. He's yeah. not a Skarsgård. If you were a Sinfile, you'd know that's a different family. So his name is a disease, and then Guard. Sarsgaard. Yes. Yeah. Kind of a weak name, if you ask me. Uh, sounds pretty. He was in the Batman, to be honest. Oh, was he, was he the guy that talked like this? No. Uh. You son of a bitch. <laughs> He's the guy. <laughs> He's son of a bitch. You have any idea what kind of trouble you're in? You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Do you have any idea what you've done? Batman. <laughs> I'm gonna arrest you, Batman. You know why that guy was hired? I'm almost certain. Why? Matt Reeves, because of his his voice. Similar voices. Oh, really? Very yeah, similar. Yeah. Matt Reeves has a very high raspy voice. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hmm. And he's like, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I need more representation of people that talk weird like me. I think you're totally right. Right. But anyways, uh also Vera Farm Farmasia. Vera Farmasia. <sighs> Great actress. Um excellent fucking actress and, uh, of running scared fame. Yep. Isabel Furman. Um who plays the orphan? Is it the same thing as Brahms the boy? What? Brahms the boy. What's that? Brahms. What are you talking about? Isn't there a movie called Brahms the Boy? I don't know. Never heard of that. Is that about like a little boy trapped in a Victorian doll's? Yeah, Benjamin. Oh, is it a Victorian doll thing? I don't know. It sounds like it would be. I honestly, because I always get Orphan and Brahms the Boy kind of like mixed up in my head. I don't know which. I've never heard of. Yeah, I've never heard of that movie. Brahms the Boy. That sounds like a straight to Redbox movie. It It is. It's a. It's like one of those. (laughs) It's one of those (laughs) titles you walk by in Blockbuster for a decade. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and you're like never gonna bother with that. Oh, there's there's that cover. Oh, The Age of Innocence. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Uh, Great Expectations. Oh, (laughs) Jack Frost. Never gonna watch that. Um, The horror Jack Frost, mind you. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the movie the Michael Keaton Jack Frost is goaded. Yes, but also the movie Dead Alive. You walked past that. I'll put the thumbnail here. 
but oh, the just here. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. The woman that's opening her mouth and there's something dead in the inside. It's a yeah. skull. You've walked past that your, a trillion times. If you're a millennial, you walked past that uh, cover for decades. Anyways, orphan. One, sorry, you want to say something? No. You took a breath. Yeah. You were like, <gasps> what was that um, zombie Nazi movie? Zombie in Nazis. the snow. Oh fuck! Dead snow. I feel like it's something close to that. Is it one of those blockbuster things you walked past? Yeah, I'll I'll put it up. Future Chris put it right there. there. That's not wrong poster again. Fuck! All right, there it is. Got it. Cool. All right, cool. Anyways, uh, Orphan 2009, solid movie. Then they made a prequel with an older with with the same actress. Yeah. Now a decade later, the fuck are you thinking? First of all, yeah. Like, okay, logistically. Just why give yourself that challenge? Yeah. That's why I'm like the, going in. I was like, this is this is just why you know. Yeah. So, like, just I I don't know why not just do what a do sequel. You do? Yeah. Why not do a sequel? Like it it it's you could have I don't know. Is it basically why? the same premise though? It's like she goes to a family and they're like, the, oh, what's happening? Sort of. There is it's still a twist which I won't reveal because I care about my, the listeners. Unlike. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, obviously, if you go into Orphan First Kill, you know the deal with Orphan, the first one. Right. So now they have a movie where it's like, okay, now I need to do a twist. Like, it was a different twist. Yeah. Logistically, I did not understand why Orphan First Kill exists. Why they did that. What? Why it's a prequel and not a sequel. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. And just the whole time, it's like, hey... She's 25, and you need to buy that she's younger than 10 now. And I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, that's weird. I, like, so the whole time, you're just like, I don't buy it. The whole movie. <laughs> yeah. the whole movie. And, and she's like, like tall and shit, too? Yeah, well, you know, they're doing like little Hobbit optical illusions and shit where it's like, oh, oh, she, she, they put them on Apple boxes and put them in heels, which, by the way, they did just put people in like goth platforms for half the movie like the rest of the cast in a in a thriller horror movie has to run around in like disco platform like (laughs) things to make her look shorter they're trying to do little peter jackson hobbit illusions the whole time where it cuts to a wide and then it's a different person like a child running away (laughs) gandalf is like reading a book and fucking gives her it was just like so that part even that aside i'm like why yeah that's weird that's um, really fucking weird. so let's say you forgive all that and you buy the fact that she looks older even though she's supposed to be it's supposed to be a prequel <laughs> for some reason let's say you forgive all that it's still a pretty bad horror movie some of the worst writing i've ever seen some of the like like i was laughing most of it yeah so uh, i enjoyed okay. it in that sense because yeah. it was just so horrific yeah. which by the way um good cast in the first kill by the way I know it off the top of my head. Okay, go for yeah, it. Yeah, which you're about to recite. And list it now. Two. List it now. List it now. He's, he's Orphan First a, Kill, the whole cast. And let's go. Getting a breath right Julia now. Stiles. Julia Stiles. Uh, She's great. Of, of Harry Styles fame. Of Dexter season that, four oh. and five fame. That's pretty much the only person I know. Besides, obviously... A stacked cast. Here's the only person I know. <laughs> She's a legend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Rose of Sutherland. He was Save the Last fine. Dance. That's one of your favorite movies, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. one of your favorite uh, dance acting performances. Ten Things I Hate About You. Dancing is acting. Mm, I've, I've, I've seen Grease. Dancing is uh, acting. Ah, shit. You do have more perspective than me now that you've seen Grease. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ten Things I Hate About You, by the way. You know her monologue in that? That was her first take. Wow. Fascinating. That's what I... I don't even know if that's real. It's just something I heard. And <laughs> that's excellent. That's excellent. Cool. 
really proud of that fact. <laughs> Anyways, uh, did you know it's based on Taming of the Shrew by William Shakespeare? I did not know that. Everyone. Are you serious? Are you serious? 10 things I hate about you? Yeah. I had no idea. Are you fucking serious? You for real? Yeah. That I was like know. the entire marketing. Yeah. I've never seen it and I know that. I've You've never s- seen it? It's well, very C- good. Christina watches it every once in a while and then oh. I'll be in the room. It's, a good it's like movie. when she watches Pride and Prejudice and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. And zombies. And right. zombies. Poofy dresses. Yeah. Um... Yeah, dude, that mm. was like in the in the nineties, where all teen comedies were based on William Shakespeare or Jane Austen. That's true. But like Clueless, you know, Clueless is nope. Emma, really? No idea. You did not know that. Nope. What the fuck, dude? Where <laughs> were you, bro? I just saw him and was like, neat, and then moved on. <laughs> neat. <laughs> it's like know. you weren't around in the sixteen hundreds to have that prior knowledge. I know I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big Shakespeare fan. Shakespearean. Well, Jane I didn't look at the movie Clueless and go, "This seems very Shakespearean." To me. Jane Austen. Jane Austen. Yeah. Okay. One of the most what? prolific female authors of human history. I know. So you don't like female Austin authors? Is. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Same. We've established. Well, that. no, you like the Twilight series. You read that in like a day. You're like, yes. it is so good. Did you know that Fifty Shades of Grey started as Twilight fan fiction? Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, true fact. Fucking killing them with the facts today, dude. Big brain me. Uh, anyways, for Orphan First Kill, it's on Paramount Plus. It's worth watching if you want to watch a really shitty prequel. Like, it's almost if you like if you Orphan, want a fun fucking yeah. Stupid. If you liked Orphan, it's a spectacle to watch that. Just be like, all right, this is fucking dumb. But, it seems like one of those movies that you could easily do the mystery science three thousand mystery science theater three thousand thing mm, with your friends for sure for sure. Um, the other thing I watched Reanimator. Yeah, for the HB first time. Lovecraft. Yes. Goes fucking hard. That movie goes hard. The practical effects, the ridiculousness. There's not much for me to say about it besides like you should check it out. It's a classic. I had never seen it and so I don't want to throw you off. Please don't look in your You got another you, fun fact for if, me? No, if you don't if you don't know it, you don't know it. Who directed Reanimator? Was it William Shakespeare? No, I'm just asking. <laughs> was it William Shakespeare? <laughs> Is that what you're trying to was say? Was it Jane Austen? What did Jane Austen write it? Is that what your fun film fact? No, I'm asking you. I don't know. No, I don't know. Oh, okay. Is it Clive Barker? Alexa, who directed the movie Reanimator? This might answer your question. Just fucking answer it. Stuart Gordon directed the movie Reanimator. Nice. By the way, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power is releasing on September 2nd. Oh, shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. Fuck Alexa, you. shut the... That, no, Alexa, if you're going to say some shit, you owe us money. If you're going to read an ad on our fucking podcast, send us a bag, bitch. You can't just come in here and say that shit. I'll unplug you. I'll throw you through the wall. And I see you're still listening. You're still lit up. Go fuck yourself. Dude, you can't just say, by the way, fuck you. That was the... That was egregious as fuck. That was fucking offensive. You know what's funny disgusting. is that, you, whole rant, that whole rant got registered. So there's some intern somewhere that had to listen to that. Yeah. Like someone like, just, like hey, that has to unpack some of the AI. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, BT dub. Hey, by the way. Hey. Wow. I, I will never into- fucking watch that show. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, first based all, on that I'm gonna, I have a Prime account. I will pirate that show. <laughs> I, I am not going to watch that, and I'm also not going to watch the new Game of Thrones. Fuck oh that. Oh, my God, no. Fuck so the new Game of Thrones. So many people are so up in arms about it. I'm like, no, I'm just not going to do it. Absolutely no. fucking not, dude. The nope. sourest taste in my mouth has been yep. left. Absolutely fucking not. And it's the most watched HBO program of all fucking time. No way. Yep. Are you in, serious? In one week. Already renewed for a season two. Already. 
fucking horse shit. You're going to let them do it to you again. Yeah. Yeah. Fool me once. Wow. You can't keep letting them get away with it. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely fucking not, dude. I'm skipping that, to be fair. Fuck your dragons, bro. Yeah. I mean, I was confused most of Game of Thrones anyway, but I like, you know how you just pick up enough to get the drama of stuff? Like, there was... 45 main characters in yep. Game of Thrones. So I was like, at the beginning. Uh, yeah. And they're not called Tom and Bob. They're called Daenerys. Daenerys Targaryen of the House of the North or some bullshit. I'm like, and they're like, oh, so you understand and you've read the books of Fire and Ice and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm just watching for the dragons. And then you think you got it. And then fucking Stannis comes in, dude. <laughs> oh, okay. Fuck that guy, man. Yeah. Fuck this whole storyline that's going to take. 25 minutes at least, bro. Yeah, Yeah, it's confusing as fuck. So, uh, yeah, I I, I don't have enough investment in that whole thing to go back in for round two. (sighs) Unfortunately. I do have respect for the people that are caught up on the manga for the past 20 years without any uh, news of a new book coming out. Mm. So there's a Fire and Ice, the George R.R. Martin, and there's a manga of the Game of Thrones? Yeah, the original book series. He's just talking about the original book. Like, it's not manga. You don't read it backwards. Wait a second. So you're talking. You, you're an asshole. Go on. You're he's just. He's, ta- he's talking about the novels. <laughs> yeah, but he referred to it as manga because he's a weeb. Fuck. Uh, no, because so there's the source material, and then uh, they, which is a novel. Which well, it was a novel, and then they made the show, yeah. which turns the source material from a novel into a manga because then then they made an anime, Game of Thrones. Alexa, define the word manga. Manga is usually defined as a Japanese graphic novel graphic. typically intended for adults, characterized by highly stylized art. Art. The, it has a cover. I a cartoon, you... basically. Mm. Anyways. I, re- I read the first book and I was like, this is so fucking boring. Really? I bet it's... Alex would go to the fucking Pyramids of Giza and be like, dude, this manga's crazy. <laughs> fucking reading hieroglyphics right because the, the, the anime graphics would be, on these manga is insane the the anime would be the luxor in egypt because that's the new Shut thing the okay anyway because i also like that you read the whole book and then we're like this is boring well yeah i mean it's like got multiple books so i was like i'll stick through the first one and it didn't it didn't suck in it's just i i hate the way it's written okay. just as the pilot needs to suck you in dude the first paragraph needs to <laughs> the first paragraph suck me dude yeah, the first like page needs to yeah. pull you into a book anyways uh Rihanna, my favorite book is dear mr henshaw by beverly <laughs> cleary <laughs> my favorite book is amelia bedelia steals second base <laughs> uh, uh the other thing i watched was well reanimator's good check it out you gotta rent it on amazon prime um a classic good b movie 80s are you gonna watch like bride that. of reanimator the, is that a sequel mm-hmm. no i didn't know that but I think I'm good with just reanimator. Okay. Yeah, I think that's safe. <laughs> Maybe if I get into... Practical effects, game. though, man. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of fun. Wow. They, I mean, they yeet a cat into a wall. Like, it's a fun... It's mm-hmm. a funny movie. Yeah. Um, Just overall. Anyways. I love that dude in um The Frighteners. Have you seen The Frighteners? Mm-mm. No. Oh, it sounds really spooky, though. It's one of uh, Peter Jackson's first, like, feature films. Yeah. Starring... Or, not starring. It's starring Michael J. Fox. And the dude from Reanimator is like the villain. Yeah. Okay, it's fucking amazing, and yeah. it's like a, it's very much like a ghost. Um, it's a ghost story, very much <clears> so. <throat> but like his friends, He's on board. 
Go on. It's a ghost story. Uh, so it's in 4-3. Anyways, but his friends are very much like, uh, what is that movie? It's uh, American Werewolf in London, where like he sees his friends as ghosts. Oh, oh that's, cool. That's cool. Yeah. It's a really fucking cool movie. People don't know. Peter Jackson did a bunch of crazy B-movie horror movies in the 80s before he- And they're like, here's Lord of the fucking Rings. <laughs> yeah. They're like, that's <laughs> yeah. just this guy. Dude, Frighteners has one of the best uh, poster artwork ever. Nice. Like, so fucking good. Future Chris- it's oh. optional. You don't have to do it. Throw it up. I know you have to Google it, save it, put it in a folder. Oh, my God. Just do it. Hey. Quit complaining. Throw it up. Wrong again. <sighs> Wrong a second time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't think I think he's out of <laughs> out of movie post. OK, oh, cool. there it is. Did the right nice. one last one. All right. Uh Next thing I watched, John Carpenter's In the Mouth of Madness. Yeah, another H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, it's insane. I've never it feels, even heard of this. It feels very Stephen King-esque. The premise is he's an insurance fraud investigator, and he's investigating the disappearance and some some weird shit going on with, with like, around a novel. Mm-hmm. Like a guy just, a guy that wrote a novel like disappeared, and people are going crazy and reading his novels and all this shit. And it becomes very meta and crazy, and uh, it's... It's very Stephen King. I thought the... It's funny because they even reference Stephen King in the movie. They're like, fuck Stephen King. This guy is... <laughs> this author's the real deal. Shit. It, but it really feels like a made-for-TV Stephen King movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's John Carpenter. Um, so it has crazy cool special effects. It gets fucking wild. The third act is just like a full-blown comedy to oh, me. Wow. I mean, not intentionally. Yeah. I think it's like meant to be very insane thriller, but it becomes so meta and so wild. So it's a, it a fun ride. John Carpenter is one of those filmmakers that's like really fucking smart, dude. Like, and he'll make movies that are fun and goofy and wacky, yeah. fun time, but like he'll do some shit that's like really ingenious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, d- did you ever see Dark Star, his um, 2001 parody movie? Mm-mm. No. So John Carpenter in college i guess like as he was graduating him and the writer of alien they made uh, on like a fucking 50 or 60 thousand dollar budget a 2001 parody <laughs> oh my god yeah i think we need to watch that man yeah, that'd be that fun. sounds awesome but um yeah apparently it's like actually really really good uh anyways in the mouth of madness highly recommend it um i think i i don't know it's streaming i don't know how i got it you know guillermo del toro is has been talking about it just like he, he talks about a billion projects he wants to do but he's wanted to do uh like a true to the source material at the mountains of madness like full on for a long while at the mountains oh, wow. of madness is yeah. that different than in the mouth of madness that's right. at the lovecraft yes so in the mouth of madness is not lovecraft then i don't know i don't know i mean I've... based based on your description it doesn't sound like that okay but yeah. it sounds Maybe very similar to the titles, which yeah. made me think. Oh, well. Anyways. Um, the other thing I watched was Tree of Life. Terrence Malick's Tree of Life. You've seen Why? it? Why? I was in the mood for something pretentious and beautiful. Yeah. And boy, was I right. It was It was solid. Yeah. It, it was, it's exactly what you think it is. Sean Penn? Yeah. Brad Pitt? Yep. Got it. Jessica Chastain? Great movie. Great actors. Yep. <clears throat> uh, I would say it's 2001 A Family Odyssey is what it is. Oh, nice. It's literally like it gives off that vibe where it's like, okay, you're watching like a family and then it's like a shot of space for 20 minutes, like mm. just colors, then back to the family and then there, there's voiceover. It's beautiful. 
but it you have to be in the right mood for it. Otherwise, you're gonna be like, fuck this. It's one of those movies. Yeah. It has to yeah. catch you in the right time. Otherwise, you're gonna be like, this is a drag. This is pretentious and fucking yeah. Movie. And it, while it is pretentious, I found it to be very beautiful. Like the cinematography is insane. For sure. I mean, it's one of the most beautiful movies out there. But it tells a story about. I mean, I did not expect it to go this deep. It's like, it's it goes. It does what 2001 does, where it's like, okay, so we're starting from amoeba to dinosaurs to humans to then we're then we're focusing on a family and trauma. It's like very. It's like 2001, the imagery and all that. But instead of going into space, we follow like a window, a slice of life of this family and some trauma. Mm. So I think it's beautiful. I got the Criterion. I bought it. Blind bought it. Oh, shit. Uh, I mean, it was one of my friend's favorite movies of all time. So it's oh, wow. like when they give it that endorsement, I'm like, OK, I'll own this. It's it's definitely worth. Yeah. At least checking a, out. I don't blind buy often, but when it's somebody's favorite movie, I'm like, and I knew it would be it's someone you trust. Yeah, exactly. I kind of knew, like, I'd seen the trailer, Terrence Malick. I'm like, okay, I know what this is. Right. You know what I mean? Have you seen The Thin Red Line? No. Or The Thin. He did The Thin Red Line. Or th- I haven't heard of that. Oh, fuck it. No. Terrence Malick. It's another Terrence Malick film. Have you seen it? No, but I did blind buy it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, Criterion uh, situation. Okay, cool, cool. All right, but I would I would highly recommend Tree of Life if you're in the mood for something pretentious and beautiful. Um, you just have to; it has to catch at the right time. Remember Night of Cups, that Terrence Malick movie that he did with uh, it was Christian Bale, Natalie Portman. It came out like fucking I don't know, maybe eight years ago. No, Mm-mm. never watched it, but I was like, this looks like a movie I would not be into. Hundred percent. I have not even heard of it, but I always wanted to check it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyways, well, if you guys want to. Have you seen it? You yeah. gr- you you have seen it, yeah. and you groaned, and you don't like it. I just think it's the most pretentious movie ever. It's just, I mean, I probably didn't watch it at the right time. I your mom was watching it, and I walked in the room, and she the, she was watching it like this, <laughs> and then I sat down. I started watching it with her, and we were both like, "Jesus fucking Christ!" And we just turned it off after well, probably like halfway through. Yeah. She doesn't have patience for... But also, I was not feeling it. No, I, I get it. I get it. I just think it's not my kind of movie. That's like me trying to get anybody to watch a Neon Demon. I'm like, please like this. <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please like this movie. And everyone's like, what the fuck was that? I made yeah. the mistake of watching that with like several friends all at once. And they were yeah. all like the groaning and... <laughs> uh like just not having it and i'm like yeah. but this is great guys it's like yeah have you ever i've never done this but it's, don't have three head friends that's all i'm saying <laughs> yeah like have you ever been like this is a classic scenario where there's like five or six people and you throw on like an artsy movie yeah it's like oh that's not a party movie hey, type of bad vibe. idea yeah, yeah bad like, idea. i've never done that but it's because i can read a room but like I, but I have done that on dates, and that's not a good vibe. But you're like at a party, you're like, check out this album, and it's Scenes from a Memory by Dream Theater. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah. no, this is the best concept album. You don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys ever heard of Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd? We're gonna listen to it in its entirety. Every song goes into the next song, <laughs> so it's all one big song, really. Um, he's like, yeah, can I play one song? It's, can I get the? <laughs> and it's six degrees of inner turbulence. <laughs> yeah. Can I get the ox real quick? It's a 15 minute song. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Um, Never again. It's it's a fucking song by the band Sleep, and it's <laughs> twenty minutes long. It's I by Mashuga. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Tree of Life was it was good. I liked it. I do. I as I was watching it though, you can recognize like okay, this could hit someone at the wrong time, and they would be like Jesus. Like yeah. it, it it does seem like a parody of pretentious movies. Yeah, 
if that makes any sense. I could see how it could be appreciated, but I didn't stick through the whole thing, but I also just wasn't feeling it. I don't know. If you ever get into a, like a melancholy mood, and yeah, I mean, last time you tried was in high school. Yeah. You kind of popped into it casually. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's true. It's You, you got to prepare yourself for that sort of thing. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Meanwhile, I just fucking raw dogged into the void when I watched that and I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. That movie. I have. Okay. A few more. Sorry. The new Scream. Ooh. It's. I'll keep it quick. It's fun as fuck. Yeah. Right. It's it's like it was so hilariously meta that I thought I was watching scary movie half the time. Fuck yeah. Like oh, wow. it's making fun of the tropes. They're like, no, 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 we can't split up. They they say that, but then they're like, okay, it's always someone we love it's always a close love interest. And they're like, they're like the friend group, and then David Arquette comes in, he's like, No, I've been stabbed nine times. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, it's really funny. It's like it's self-aware. It's just a fun good time. It doesn't take itself seriously. They even poke at elevated horror the whole time. They're oh, like, nice. They're like, they're like, yeah. She's like, no, I haven't seen the f- stab movies. I only watch like Hereditary and blah blah, blah and like elevated horror. Like, and then the guy on the phone's like, elevated horror. What the fuck is that shit? <laughs> <laughs> like, like the killer is like, yeah. like, fuck that. It's about stabs. All yeah. Like, it's just like simple slasher thriller. That's yeah. Awesome. Like he, like they make fun of all that, and they're like, like. They're like, no, you don't understand. That franchise is important to people. Like, <laughs> it was the start of horror movies for some people. Uh, it's really funny. That's great. So I, I say check that Going out. Going back to the roots of like Scream being like the meta horror, like the first yeah. meta horror movie. Yeah, and it's it's incredibly meta and fun. So um, I highly recommend it. It's got the guy from The Boys in it too, which I loved. Um, the guy that uh, the guy that plays Homelander. Nope. Uh, the guy that plays the guy. I don't want to spoil anything now. I'm trying to. Sp- the 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 lanky. Huey? That, Huey. Yeah. Yeah. The guy from... the Dennis Quaid's son. Oh, I didn't Is know he? that. Yep. Nice. Who's the guy that plays uh, the king in the king's speech? Uh, Colin Firth. Huey looks like a de-aged Colin Firth. But yeah, he does, actually. Hmm. Like you de-aged him with CGI. And I can you only get see Huey. Dennis Quaid now. Okay. No, yeah. That's, that's a good poll, though. I get what you're saying. Thanks. <laughs> I like Jenna Ortega as well, or Jenny. Jenny or Jenna, whatever her name is. Is from X. Movie? Okay, yeah. Let's go with the dark hair. Ah, uh, yep. yes. Yeah. She's great. That movie's a lot of fun. Check it out. It's streaming everywhere. Figure it out. Uh, figure it out. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel isn't real. This has been on my watch list for a long time. Mm-hmm. You're looking at my watch list and I know it's long and I'm sorry. That's right. Daniel isn't real. Jesus. Solid. Solid. I also have rewatches. I'll just fucking breeze through those. Anyways, Daniel isn't real is a lot of fun. It's like fucking Fight Club, but it's a horror movie. Um, check it out. Um, that was on Amazon Prime, also starring Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. Wow, wow! So that was how me. was that? It was good. It was a solid little. I mean, how is he? Could you like? He was good. He plays okay. like the charismatic. I mean, it's not a spoiler. He he's, he plays the charismatic like guy that's in the not real guy. Yeah. Who's better, Scott Eastwood or Arnold Schwarzenegger's son? Who's Scott Eastwood? Clint e- Clint Eastwood's son. Oh, okay. name another in- Eastwood in the world. <laughs> I'm just I'll I'll just vote myself off the podcast. <laughs> um, you don't know about Jane Austen. You don't know about Scott Eastwood. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that movie was solid. Like a fun three out of five. Three thousand years of longing. I watched this uh, weekend. I really want to see this, Josh. You can't talk about it, but um, we got I got to see it early. It's I really enjoyed it. It's uh. I see a lot of people. George come- Miller, by the way. Yes. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Who did Mad Max Fury Road? He did uh, Babe Pig in the City. Yep. 
Four, happy three. feet. Happy feet. Yeah. Yep. A visual director. Yes. But he did now like a a new genie movie or a gin. Mm-hmm. Is what it, it's you know grant three wishes and blah, blah blah the whole deception and it was a great take on all that. Um, Have you seen the gin movies? Sci-fi original movies, no. classic franchise. No, I loved those movies when I was a kid. Really? <laughs> yeah, they're so bad. Well, um, this one's. I mean, Idris Elba, Tilda Swinton. Is that? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's it was great. Uh, highly recommend checking that out in theaters. It was it was fun. The CG is like interesting. I like the way they. It's just very. It's a visionary movie. It was very good. And I see a lot of people complaining about like the amount of flashbacks and voiceover and narrative, but that's the whole thing. That's what storytelling is. That's what like, like that's what it was. Yeah. Like that's. I guess if I was buckled in for that ride and I didn't mind that, but I guess if you're like another flashback, like you just want the, like an A to B story or something. I guess yeah. I, I saw that as a common complaint, and I didn't understand that. Here's the thing: it's called three thousand years of longing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he might, he might want to explain what he's been doing for I don't know three thousand years. Yeah. I love, but it's not a huge spoiler. But the fact that most of the movie is him explaining how being trapped, how he keeps getting trapped in a bottle, which I love that aspect of the genie, where it's like, uh, or the gin. But yeah, um, Idris was great. Um, I, very good movie. It was one of my favorites this year for sure. Visually, visually, it was a lot. Yeah, of fun. it looks fucking awesome. Uh, and I'll just breeze through these. I rewatched Evil Dead, Midsommar, Children of Men, Girl with Dragon Tattoo, and that's it. Fuck what, yeah. what would you rank the highest among those? Oof. Evil Dead. Over Children of Men? Yeah. Wow. And I love that fucking movie. Yeah. And The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I love that movie, too. I watch Girl with the Dragon Tattoo probably once a year, but Evil Dead is like probably one of my most rewatchable fun so horror movies it goes so hard it's i've said it so many fucking times go back uh to last year's spooky scary episodes uh we covered evil dead on the show did we do an episode on evil dead yeah, yeah. Sick. <laughs> sick well it's an underrated fucking masterpiece it really is it's, it's and, a masterpiece and i went in this time thinking oh i've got you know the rose colored glasses on it's not, probably not that good no it fucks that movie is amazing yeah that movie is like I don't know, man. It's it's so underappreciated. It, it's like it makes me angry how underappreciated it is. Yeah. It's surprising how underappreciated it is. Yes. Yeah. It's so fucking good. It's it's great. It's like every good thing about like a traditional horror. Like when I think of traditional spooky, scary fucking horror movies, not kids like, in a cabin, not the elevated horror. I'm talking like just horror. Yeah. When I think of the word horror, that's the movie that I think of. Absolutely. It, I mean, the the violence is cringy. The like, like Dude, when gruesome. She splits her tongue oh open. With her tongue. Like, it's horrifying. Yeah. But also so artfully and masterfully executed while still being an homage and a legacy to the original. It was just like, this is so the fucking... The abomination, bad. dude. Yeah. Dude, come on! The book it's drawings, so dude. Draw- it's, it is one of the most metal movies ever. Easy. The raining blood? It rains blood. What the fuck do From you From a mean? lacerated sky. Come on. For real. Bleeding its horror. <laughs> Creating my structure. You just riffing now? Now I shall. <laughs> raining blood! <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I'll edit it in. You don't have to. Thank you. All right. But you do it like when it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 We got it. That whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Let's do the whole song. Ready? Anyways. That's it for me. All right. Alex. All right. He's going. I'm going to piss. Cool. 
It's perfect. I have a captive audience for my first couple items, which okay, are mic, though, okay, cool. Which are uh, two very funny shows, but okay. I know that you won't like them because they are anime. Mm. And Chris is taking a fat piss already. I'll just wait for him to finish. Yeah, this is rather intense. He's a huge fart right there. <laughs> I think he shit his pants while he was pissing. <laughs> That's an unfortunate place to shoot your pants is in the bathroom. In the bathroom. Damn. Damn. I guess he's just going to come right back and sit, sit on the shit. He's going to sit on the shit. I guess. Much like you did when playing right. soccer. Well, I mean, that's where I got my self-defecating sense of humor. <laughs> so, you know. Self-defecating. You win some, you lose some. Exactly. You shit some, you, you piss some. <laughs> Can't all be so winners. So fucking stupid. Hey, I hate this show. Fucking fuck it, dude. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Does anything matter? Chris nope. watched The Tree of Life, and he was like, <laughs> that was really good. I like The Tree of Life. <laughs> fucking nerd. Yeah, he doesn't know what fucking Jane Austen is. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Jane Austen? Who's Shakespeare? <laughs> I guess he made spears in the Renaissance. Yeah, I guess a nerd. So. Like a stonesmith? Instead of a stonesmith. Yeah. Shakespeare. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyways. Bad guy. He's a bad guy. God, this is a long <laughs> piss he's taking. For real. Or he's shitting. He's probably cleaning the shit. Yeah. He's he's shit and now he's laying on his back, pissing into his ass crack to clean this shit up. So that's how he wipes his ass. Yeah, he pisses it out. He uses his own piss bidet. <laughs> I really hope all of this makes it into the episode. I don't. <laughs> I don't want any of this in it. Finally. Oh, Jesus damn. Christ. Did I, you shit? Yeah. Did you have a shit? It sounded like a giant shit. No, I'm just so fucking hydrated. That was actually a long piss. Did I miss your whole watch list? Nope. Haven't Fuck, even started. I gotta piss again, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have two comedy series, and they are anime. And I will let you know, even though they are anime, they are still very funny. Thank you. Uh, Gintama and Grand Blue Dreaming. Why are you mad about the title? Go ahead. I'm not going to go into what they are. Just know they are funny. Um, I've been watching this show for a while, and I haven't brought it up on the show. It's one of those that... I now put on when I go to sleep just because it's like a comfort show now. Uh, Detroiters. Oh, nice. Nice. Dude, it's great. Starring? Starring uh, Tim Robinson. Of? Of I Think You Should Leave in Saturday Night Live. Fame. Fame. Nice. Uh, Sam something. Sam, uh, fuck. Richardson. Richardson, yes. He's hilarious. He's so fucking funny. Um... Where do you watch this? Paramount Plus. Mm. You didn't you watch Orphan First Kill on Paramount Plus with a free trial? Is your free trial up? Yeah. Sounds like you don't get to watch Detroiters, like a just, true cinephile who has a Paramount Plus account. I just have too many streaming. You're saying Paramount Plus is the most cinephile yeah. streaming service? I would say it's right under Criterion. No, it's <laughs> under. It's got to be under Apple TV Plus, though. Ah, uh, shit. You know what? You're right. With yeah see yeah but they can't see but they can't see you see it's it's the most Shyamalan movie not done by Shyamalan yeah ever it's a series 
Oh, my yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's a series, dude. Oh! Anyways, Detroiters. Yes. <laughs> uh, watch it. It's If you like, I think you should leave. If you like Tim Robinson stuff, it is that. The best thing about it is there's two full seasons, 10 episodes a season, and they're like 25 minute episodes. Okay. So considerably more content than I think you should leave. Yeah. It's very watchable. Yeah. There's a new I think you should leave season coming, by the way. So excited. I know. Fuck yeah. Um, next up is Godzilla Destroy All Monsters from the Showa collection. Oh, nice. Um, it's probably the best Showa collection movie. Uh, it has up to that point every single monster that has been introduced just in a all out brawl and it's like alien sci-fi with like theremin sound effects and like oh, shit. guys in like silver jumpsuits like creeping around alien bases and stuff it is like pinnacle silly goofy sci-fi what year did this come out 68 damn it looks like an austin powers movie <laughs> for a good portion of it yeah that's fun i love it you enjoyed it though yeah where are you watching that uh, my Criterion Edition Showa Godzilla collection. Ooh, wow. I had to put that on blast, so, dude. Know, There's a whole Criterion collection box set of Godzilla movies? Yeah. Interesting. That's it's cool. like a big fucking book. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's That's a big cool. fuck It goes you fucking edition. hard. I might be showing it off in a future episode, which is being teased right now. So, what do you want future Chris to do there? I was just... He was just saying that that's the, at this teasing, moment, he's teasing it. Okay, I am teasing it. Got it. All right. Well, don't put whatever you put up there. That was inappropriate. Yeah, that was really fucked up. Why would you do that? Why do you, you have that? Why do you even have that file saved on your computer? Last up is Final Destination. Ooh, a classic. Yeah. Um, Sean William Scott. Yes, which I didn't even remember he was in there. Joshua Jackson. Is he the main guy? I think so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. The only person I recognized was Sean William Scott. Fair enough. Um, fun movie, which is the birth of most millennials' anxiety. For sure. Dude, same. I can't drive down a street with like logs on the back of a fucking thing. Like, Everyone. That's, that's every, generational. Yeah. That's generational. Yeah. Everyone. Anytime anything is on a truck, it's like, oh, I'm Get passing moving. that person yep. immediately. Yep. yep. I will and the not. driver knows what they're fucking doing. Yeah. yeah. They've you know seen I mean? every driver that drives those. They have to watch Final Destination 2. Yeah. So that they can know how to kill people on the road. I'm going to buy a rebar just to have nobody <laughs> drive behind me <laughs> anymore. <laughs> the, that's boom, a, boom, yeah. Boom, yeah. Fucking poles. That's the big brain way to get people to stop riding your ass. Is <laughs> to get by rebar. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually didn't see this when it originally came out. The first Final Destination I saw was Final Destination Five. Wow. And then after that, I watched the first two. Mm-hmm. So I've seen one, two, and five. Um, I feel like that's all you need to see. No, number three, dude. Number really? three is crucial. That's the roller coaster one. Oh fuck that! That's a really good. That one, I, one is really. I will good. say I remember that all the trailers. Me. That one legit fucked with me. The roller coaster. The one? roller coaster one. Yeah. It. The opening scene is just fucking legendary. It's so good. It's so fucking good. That might even be just the opening scene might be bit, better than anything in the first two. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Nice. That's my whole list. Nice. Excellent. Great, man. Thanks. Josh, what have you been watching? All right. Need to go through this pretty quick. Um, all right. So I was in a Quentin, Quentin Tarantino mode this mm. week. Uh, kicked it off with uh, Death Proof, man. Nice. This is one of my top four or five Quentin Tarantino films in terms of ranking. Um, 
I fucking it, so it, it would have to be Inglorious Bastards, uh, Pulp Fiction, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, then Death Proof, dude. Wow, I fucking love this. So movie. it's fourth. Yeah, it's fourth. Yeah, What's that was fifth? the order. Fifth would be, I think Jackie Brown. Okay. Really? Would be you put five. two in your top five that I think most people absolutely wouldn't, yeah, which, which is, is Death Once Proof. Upon a Time in Hollywood. Well, also Death Proof. But that's, that's underappreciated. Death Proof is. But Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Jackie Brown. That's a lot of people's like almost least favorite Tarantino movies. Really? Yeah, from I what I've seen. I, I think more people have come to like uh, Once Upon a Time more so. True. But now. I think still a lot of people don't put it in that upper with you know pulp fiction kill bill it's been a really long well, the kill bills are probably like on the lower end of my list wow well, well I, maybe just below that because anyways they're, they're all the great yeah they're all great yeah. exactly like his worst movie in my opinion hateful eight is still a fucking great movie yeah but it's cinema as fuck but the thing is like i think when people bring up tarantino death proof is almost never brought up yeah exactly i will say it's, it's, it's one like, of my least favorites honestly have you have you rewatched it no Dude, it is fucking amazing. I would like to borrow it. Yeah, it's it's. I, I will watch it with you, man, because okay. it is fucking amazing. Because yeah, because I remember when I saw it, it was in the package of Grindhouse, and I think yes. I think as a standalone film, it's it'll hit different. It does. It, I, th- I think it do. It do, honestly, it do be though. <laughs> it do be hitting different. It's uh, it's every everything about it, dude. Like the fact that it's split into two stories essentially. It's like the first group of girls with. Kurt Russell, you know, being the the through line for both stories. Uh, Zoe Bell, like a fucking stunt woman, is like a main character in the second I one. I love that aspect of She's it. She's fucking amazing. Uh, there's an entire documentary about her getting... Uh, about her journey from coming from New Zealand, being uh, a stunt performer on Xena Warrior Princess, then coming to America, like trying to give it a shot to be like, all right, I want to be one of the greatest stunt women ever. And then she gets fucking Kill Bill. Nice. Like in the documentary, nice. She That's auditions sick. for Kill Bill, and then Quentin Tarantino, Tarantino essentially becomes the third act of this documentary about her. Fucking awesome. amazing, dude. Her journey is great, but like all of the actresses in that movie and Kurt Russell, fucking nails it, dude. Death Proof, one of the best screen screenplays ever. The fucking the actual stunt performances, the cars, the heart, car chases, the fucking. It's just fucking cinema, dude. Like it is amazing four three but when you have to yes absolutely 100 percent uh fucking <clears throat> four three is fuck uh anyways i love this movie to death uh death proof is fucking perfect i love it uh i then followed that up with django unchained fuck yeah i really like django unchained i appreciate it more now definitely that would be uh probably number six or seven as far as ranking goes it's really 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 solid um, there are, j- I wish it was just tighter. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like the second the half of the movie. Yeah. There's, there are like even certain sequences. Like, I also think it's a little problematic that like Christoph Waltz is the most interesting character in Django Unchained. Instead of the main character, Django. Instead of the, yeah. Like he feels very much hero-esque throughout. Well, that's also because Christoph Waltz is just such a fucking electric actor. He seriously is. Like, yeah, he steals, he steals the fucking show. I mean, uh, when, when the first time we all saw him in Inglorious Bastards, like, Dude, he's like the main takeaway from Inglorious Bastards. That's why it's number one. It's, it's like just that that opening scene in Inglorious Bastards. Dude, um, 
but yeah, I I love uh, Django Chained. I really do. Um, and like I said, I just wish certain things were kind of cut down, like the whole sequence of Quentin Tarantino being one of like the bounty hunters that is taking him. Yeah. from... I never like it when the directors put themselves in the movies. Oh, good segue into signs here in a bit. 100%. But um, uh, that scene can be taken out. Mm-hmm. There are several scenes that can be taken out of Django to make it yeah. just tighter and just like let's yeah. rein it in a little bit. And I. And then he goes above and beyond with Hateful Eight, which is like, fuck, this is overlong. Yeah, I mean, that's always what happens with Tarantino sometimes is the the dialogue and the screenplay gets a little... Um, Masturbatory? Yeah, he sits yeah. in his own words too much where yeah. he's like, oh, isn't this so great? Aren't like, I profound? Yeah. yeah, and sometimes you're just like... You just gotta rein it in just a bit. There yeah. was a specific scene in Death Proof when I saw it, and I only saw it the one time in theaters. And when I saw it, it was the cafe or diner scene where all the girls are... It's one shot and it's rotating around. Yeah. And it's a solid like five or six minutes or something. It doesn't cut. And it was like, this conversation is so meaningless and... Just it felt like the most Tarantino moment where I was like, oh, my God, they're still talking about nothing. It was just it was very that's like a Seinfeld episode. You're it, like It's it was, literally about nothing. Like, But then again, I don't even remember it that well. I think I want to rewatch it, but gotta uh, it. but I remember that moment I checked out. And it got knocked down a peg just from that one scene where I was just like, all right, Tarantino. Like, then again, I was buckled in for like a three and a half hour grindhouse ride. So, so, and at that point, it's probably like a second. I think it's, it's the second, it's the second movie in the pack. Yeah. Yeah. And including the trailers, it's like a three and a half hour, four hour. Yeah. It's an ordeal. But if you just watch that movie, man, it is tight and fucking just, it's good to go. Uh, Django Unchained, like I said, very good. Uh, also continued with Michael Mann month, and I watched mm. Ali, dude. Yeah, his fucking Ali biopic. Muhammad I did not Ali. know he did that. Really, I had no idea. Wow, yeah, he did a Muhammad Ali biopic starring Will Smith. I knew the movie, I just didn't know it was him. Right, right, right. That's crazy. It is. It's crazy. So he did that after. I think he did that after Miami. No, not after Miami. West. I don't remember exactly where he did it. Uh, definitely after Heat. Uh, fuck. Are you looking it up? Yep. That's like probably the first instance of people taking Will Smith as an actor, like dramatic actor, seriously, right? Yeah. That was before Pursuit of Happiness, I think, right? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Um, he did Ali in 2001 and then Miami Vice in 2006. What was right before Ali? His direct. The Insider? The Insider in 1999. 99 and then 2001 is Ali. Shit. Well, he. He does a really good job. This is not my favorite Michael Mann movie by any stretch. Yeah. Uh, This is probably on the bottom tier of Michael Mann movies for me. Uh, But it's still a great movie. And all of the boxing scenes are fucking epic as shit, dude. Fuck yeah. He films those perfectly. It's like the in-between stuff. And like, it's surprisingly a lot of the movie takes place whenever Ali is like essentially banned from boxing. Um, So that aspect isn't as interesting, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but like when it gets to boxing and shit, like that is when it, it shines. It's really fucking great. And uh, Will Smith does an, an incredible performance. The impression is sure. is just fucking exquisite. And uh, 
all the rhymes and stuff that Muhammad Ali does. Like he was so charismatic, it, dude. Yeah. Exactly. And Will Smith performing it, it's like okay, this is like the magic of seeing Will Smith on screen. Yeah, it like harkens back to like Independence Day when it's like he's just electric on screen. Dude. Wild really Wild is. West. Yeah, it's just like he's at uh, at the top of his game. Uh, anyways, Ali's really great. Cinematography is fucking wonderful. Um, I watched The Saint starring Val Kilmer. Do you guys remember The, the Saint? I haven't seen that. No, haven't heard of it. Really? Mm-mm. I remember the post very vividly. Um, not the greatest movie ever. Um, I struggle out. So it has, um, who's the lady from? She's like the famous actress that is in Hamlet 2. Oh, Elizabeth Shue? Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's a noise movie. You know, it's noise. <laughs> noise. Okay. Um, Alexa, who directed The Saint 1997? You kind of you mumbled it. Oops. Alexa, who directed The Saint 1997? Philip Noyce directed The Saint. Noyce. Philip um, Noyce. Ah. It's, it's all right. It's, it's, it's pretty noise. It's noise overall. It's literally a noise movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's whatever. I wouldn't recommend it, honestly. It's okay. fucking, it's aged as fuck. Yeah. Uh, dude, one of the best movies I've fucking seen this year, hands down. Uh, Pleasure. Pleasure. Pleasure came out this year. I just met her. There you go. Thank you. And it's perfect context for what this movie is. Uh, directed by Ninja Theinberg is her name. Uh, it's about a Swedish girl that moves to the United States. She moves to California specifically to become a porn star. It is one of the fucking best movies I've ever fucking seen. Like it vibey, interesting. It's fucking like, uh, it's a re the way she described it is like, okay, so I wanted to make a movie about becoming a porn star using the male gaze from a female gaze. Is what she said. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. I can't speak enough good things about this movie. It is so fucking good. How'd you see it? That I uh, rented on Apple TV Plus. Okay. Uh, fuck, it's so good. Cinematography, the script, the story, the fucking main actress is like, she's so believable. Mm-hmm. And they're doing some really fucking intense scenes. Like, this is not safe for work at all, dude. How'd you hear about this movie? Uh, I, th- I just looked Google, up porn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was looking up porn movies. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I remember seeing. I think the Texas Theater did a screening of it, and oh, like I never got around to, to watching mm-hmm. it. Gotcha. You just like yeah. And list. then I saw that's that, not a movie I would want to watch in public, honestly. Facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really intense. It's it's has highs and lows. It's it's like of being like a porn performer. She's like empowered, and then there are other scenes where it's like fuck this is not cool at all yeah but great movie though. It, it kind of like really encompasses the industry as a whole uh some you know recognizable faces throughout huh. like yeah. what what would their names be i don't remember i don't think i'd recognize yeah anybody. dana diarmond i've mm. never really heard i of think her. it's diarmos but i honestly don't know <laughs> uh anyways it's fucking really really nice. when did this really movie come out this year Oh shit, it's a new movie. Brand new, yeah. Wow, I haven't even heard of it. It came out in, I think, uh, March, and I wanted to talk about it on the show, but I don't think we... It was like, it wasn't screening anywhere, and then like it would have... I think we would have had to pay like 20 bucks to rent it, so it was like... <laughs> yeah, yeah gotcha, that. gotcha. But now it's available to rent for like, you know, five, six bucks or whatever it is. Word. Fucking awesome movie. Highly recommend you guys watch this movie. Ninja Theinberg? Ninja. Her, she's Swedish, right? It's spelled Ninja. 
Feinberg. And she's Feinberg. Spelled ninja, but she is Swedish. So you, so you don't Nina? think it's Nina, but you do think it's Ninja. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, maybe it is. Really don't know. It's 50-50 it's at this 50/50. point. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> do, you know, do you know that it is in fact Nina? I don't know, but if she's a Swedish woman and it's spelled Ninja, I would assume Nina. Okay. Alexa, how do you pronounce Ninja Thinberg? Well, Here's something I found on the web. According to wikipedia.org, a ninja, Japanese pronunciation. <laughs> Alexa, shut up. <laughs> uh, great movie. Fucking 4-3 as fuck. Ah! Yeah, that sounds fucking wild. Uh, I want to own this movie very badly. It's fucking amazing. We should watch the trailer after this, boys, so you can see uh, it. Probably get too horny. Yeah, maybe. And then uh, Texas Theater showed Manhunter in 35mm mm. uh, this weekend. Watch that. Fucking amazing. Took, you watched it? Or? Yeah, I took my brother to go see it. He had, never, yeah. he had never seen it before. 35mm at the Texas Theater, dude. Holy shit, man. That sounds amazing. Watching like film, like actual film with dust and green and fucking like, you know, all Little the speckles, all the fuzzies. It is, it is an experience, man. You're like, yeah. holy shit. We used to think this was like. This looks great. You know what I mean? It yeah. looks like shit now, but like in a good different though. In a good way, and it hits different. Did you it, sit there like taxi driver though? Where you like <laughs> is great. Fucking loved it. That's oh, it for yeah. me. Amazing. Nice. Shall we get into signs? Yeah. We don't have to. We don't have to. I, I mean Alright, I'll do it. Yeah, let's do it. One of my favorite movies of all time. Really? Yeah. It's nostalgic as fuck for sure. I don't know. To me, this is one of the most masterful executions of suspense, but also one of the best alien movies ever made. One of the best alien movies. One of the best, like, just stories ever. Yeah. And you love aliens. Uh, And they don't scare you. I am terrified of aliens. This is only my second watch through ever of this movie. Really? Really? Dude, because I'm genuinely afraid of aliens, the concept of it. When was the first time you saw this? Uh, 2002 or three. Like, when it came out? I didn't see it in theaters, unfortunately. Uh, I saw the home, the first home video release. Yeah, I did. My first experience with it was at a Getty drive-in. Shout out to the Muskegon Mission listeners, but like there was, we announced this, and somebody was like, "I saw this at the Getty drive-in." You're like me too. Like fucking same. Like that was there was, dude, just the nostalgic wave I'm feeling. Like like thinking about my first viewing of Signs, like from a car, from a shitty little radio speaker. With like that music, that like that's how the movie starts. By yeah. the way, just titles with that spooky font, dude. <laughs> yeah, Times New Roman. That is a spooky font, spooky dude. fonts with an extra serif, bro. <laughs> time, time, spook, <laughs> squigglies, Roman. man. Dude. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's uh, uh. So, anyways, you're you. This is your first rewatch. First rewatch. Yes. Oh my god! Crazy. Uh, Carly was like, I've seen this movie like twenty times. I love this movie. Yeah. I feel like most people have seen it like a dozen times. It's so watchable. It's Rewatchable. so fucking good. It honestly felt like the first time watching because I was like, I don't remember a lot of a lot of this. <sighs> I'm jealous that you got to rewatch it with your adult brain. Like, yeah, just for the first time fresh. recently. Yeah, totally fresh, dude. Holy shit, was this a great movie? Honestly, Spielbergian. Yeah. yeah. The, well, the music for sure makes it feel that way. Well, it but w- like the family dynamic and like the kids being what they are, like real kids. Yeah. Sure. Um, we'll talk about this a lot though, but the fact that it plays the Jaws rule, which is don't show the whole monster. That's the biggest the fucking yeah. takeaway. It's the biggest thing about this whole movie. Obscured it's, monsters, you, baby. You ne- and I mean, Jordan Peele talks about it too, but like everybody talks about like once you reveal a monster, 
you showed your hand. Yeah, the Can't suspense go is gone. The suspense yeah. is the imagine the audience. That's why a quiet place works so well. Yeah, because you don't show the monster, and you quite literally don't see the monster until maybe the last ten minutes of this movie. Mm. And I mean, you see glimpses, but it's always obscured. It's always 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 a glimpse, always a tease. You are basically edged this whole movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and then it's. One of the best payoffs, just in general, like the whole script comes full circle. Mm. The all the signs, all the metaphors come full circle. Let's go! It's like the third act of this movie is just such a fucking bow, like a chef's kiss. Like, like coming from the director of old man, yeah, one of, one of my your favorite, favorite movies. movies. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, did, you own did, it. Like w- watching old, did you th- like? Do you ever think back to like as you're watching old? Are you like? This yeah. guy did one of my favorite movies of all time. And it breaks my fucking heart. Doesn't it? Dude, yeah. yeah I mean, M. Night... Have I you mean, watched The Visit yet? The Visit? Yeah. Oh, Visit this, is great. Visit it, goes hard. Does it? Okay. Yeah. That's a series, right? On Apple TV No, Plus? no, no. It's just a movie from like 2014. Was the it kids go to her grandma's house. But it wasn't an Apple TV Plus? It's, you're thinking of a different show. You're he thinking did, of that he C. Did. He did do a show. Yeah. Oh, no, he did. You're right. I heard it was good. I heard it's good. But The Visit... The visit, good. yeah, it's I like haven't seen that. Two kids go to their grandma's house. No, grandma and grandpa are like possessed or something. Well, great. well, that's not really what happens, but I mean, that's the idea. I'm gonna watch no, it. No, a wolf becomes the grandma, and then <laughs> all right, <laughs> I'm gonna watch that for sure. Now it's but, really fun. But that's the thing is, we talk about this a lot. I mean, he is one of the most inconsistent directors of our time. Like he'll do Six Sense, he'll do Signs. Village, which is that one's on the fence for me. He it's does, arguable. He does one for us and then one for fucking nobody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, like Lady in the Water, I really liked. Like there were aspects that yeah. I really liked. Yeah, Paul I lo- Giamatti. Yeah, I loved how Lady in the Water comes full circle at the very end. Yeah. Like the asp, just like this one where it's like yeah. all those things kind of tie up at the end. It's not a, yeah. necessarily a twist. No, but it's just like a, a nice bow. Yes. Yeah. He he does. He is great. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's a great writer and director but it's it's interesting how sometimes he can just whiff yeah he i think he whiff sometimes he's better at he either hits a home run or he whiffs or he swings away or he like, strikes out he, yeah. dude he is the analogy for fucking joaquin phoenix's character. Yeah. yeah he, he swings, swings away, away every single time and has an in a record for uh strikeouts but sometimes he fucking hits it out of the park yeah i will say the village um I rewatched that, I think, in the last couple of years, like a year or two ago, I rewatched that. And I remember holding it. I remember being like one of the only village stands. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, dude, that movie fucks. Roger Deakins, by the way, one of the most beautiful movies ever. I think that's why I liked it. Like, Roger Yeah, Deakins. I mean, he elevates it for sure. Yeah. But um, it's an elevated horror, you might say. Um, hmm. But that one was like, I remember being like, I liked it. And everybody's like, that's <laughs> Shut so the dumb. Fuck up. Like, <laughs> Every for a lot of people that is in the department of what a twist M Night Shyamalan movies, yeah. right? And rewatching it recently, I was like, yeah, it's kind of leaning more towards that for me too. But still, a solid movie. I still liked it, not nearly as much as Signs or Sixth Sense, but like, man, uh, I mean, Joaquin, dude, Joaquin, he's also in yeah Village, so he he was he's amazing in it. Um, I think I've seen the Village. I've seen it one time maybe like half of one time i don't think i've you never, never finished it never finished it it's worth watching for roger deacon's cinematography alone I let's think. go i should own it actually and it's Bryce Dallas Howard. she's oh, phenomenal yeah. in it yeah great what do you think when you saw it the village yeah um 
I liked it up until the big twist, the, the twist, and yeah. I was like, this whole thing is just kind of fucking. Honestly, dumb. can we can we break uh can we break our our format a little bit? What yeah? What do you want to do? Let's rank M Night Shyamalan. Let's rank them. Are we the gonna movies? try to have a consensus, or are we gonna do it individually? In the movies, like rank the movies. Yeah, let's rank the movies. Oh, Jesus, all right. My number. Should one we do it mark. together or individually? This is so impossible. I think individually. I don't okay. think we're gonna agree no, on them together. Not. Number one, Sixth Sense. Okay. Number wow. two, The Visit. Number three, Signs. Better than Signs. Yeah. All right. I need to see it. I guess. Um. And then everything else, I just don't really care about. Yeah. <laughs> um, Are we just doing top three then? Top three? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fi- fine. Uh, unbreakable. No. Oh, fuck me. Number one, unbreakable. Forgot about Hands that. fucking down. One, seriously, one of the best superhero movies of all fucking time. You're totally right. No fucking cap. There's no denying it. It is literally a masterpiece. Okay. How did I forget about that? Unbreakable. Um, number two, fuck, dude, that's hard. All right, number two is gonna go. I'm gonna go with signs. I'm gonna go with fucking signs. Yeah. Uh, and then number three would be. Oh fuck! Split. Split is phenomenal. That is a good movie. It James McAvoy. Really I think Glass sort of ruins the legacy of Split. It does. It does. Yeah. It does. Split is an actor's dream. Yeah, I will. James McAvoy eats that fucking kills movie it. up, dude. One of my favorite movie going experiences ever of all fucking time is watch. Spoilers, I guess. Well, no, because Glass is out. Fuck it. Um, at the end of Split, when you hear the James Newton Howard Unbreakable theme come in at the diner scene fucking nut dude dude i literally just got goosebumps just hearing like, dude like yeah i like it's the second i heard those fucking night those early 2000s drums yeah i was like oh shit dude like seriously like yeah goosebumps now as well because like that is one of the best movie theater experiences I've ever fucking had. And I think maybe four people in the auditorium felt the same thing as I did. Because you got to Un- hold your nut for like 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then you see Bruce Willie and then it's like, oh, like yeah. dude. connecting the universes at the last yeah. minute. <sighs> Crazy. Fuck, dude. All That's right. Cool. I changed my list. Sixth Sense, <laughs> Unbreakable, The Visit, Signs Forth, everything else below. Wow. Uh, yeah. yeah. Unbreakable. Uh, Unbreakable, Signs, Split. All right. You guys ready? Chris. The Last Airbender. Oh, God. The Happening. Mm. Sixth Sense. Top three. Oh, we're old. Yeah. It's zero. Oh, okay. right, right. It's, it's just unattainable. S-tier. It's not yeah. even, it's yeah. not even, you know, what? rankable. No. What? No. <laughs> Trying to kill me in my sleep. <laughs> I'll cut that in. I hear you whispering. Planning on stealing something? No, ma'am, we're not. Plan on murdering me in my sleep? What? No. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking the most phenomenal take. Yeah, the (laughs) the most phenomenal acting of all time. Which, by the way, Zoe Deschanel and Mark Wahlberg had absolutely—they had negative chemistry. Negative chemistry. I think they fucking hated each other. Yeah, it was like it was the worst. I feel like he hated the fuck out of her. I mean, Mark, just in general, like the... For real, I, I really want to know your, your top three. Your actual oh, top three. Uh, 
Signs is number one. Um, Sixth Sense, just for like, it's a classic. It's like, it's legacy. It's a legacy. Yeah. It's known yeah. as like one of the best thriller horrors ever. Like that. Yeah. It, and execution wise, I, I'd actually like to rewatch it because I, I, it'd be interesting to go in knowing the whole time what's going on and then like you know it's known as but it's not one of those that you've rewatched a ton of times no no okay. i mean maybe i've only seen it i think twice ever so but it's been years since i've seen it now so okay so signs six cents signs six cents and then um damn probably unbreakable yeah unbreakable yeah, really unbreakable yeah. just goes so over split hard i'm surprised i thought you'd like split more no i like unbreakable like the bruce willis like you're right it is one and of it the scarred best. you right it, it like yeah. when you were a kid a deleted scene yeah scarred me as on the train kid. the teacup spinning teacup scene oh fuck With sam jackson's yeah dude and you know what's weird is i think we rewatched unbreakable a few years ago yeah and i was like where was the fucking and, I was like, the and then I realized, <laughs> and then I had realized, oh, that was when we were renting things from Blockbuster, and I was diving into all the special features yeah. as a little, you know, kid. And then I stumbled across a deleted scene of Samuel L. Jackson's origin story about how he's fragile and whatever. And the mom, I no, she doesn't put him in the teacup. I think she he just runs like, forgets away. about him. Yeah, and he sneaks onto the teacup ride, and, and he doesn't have a seatbelt. Yeah, absolutely fucking maims just himself. Crumbles. Yeah, <laughs> just... he gets bounced around the teacup like a fucking ping pong ball, and then, and then there's like this spinning reveal shot of like this crippled child inside of the teacup. Fucked me up. Yeah. I was young as shit, yeah. and that was I was like, that's real. You know, like that was dude. That's haunting. Stair- that's scare uh, staircase scene as he's like going down oh, the stairs chasing yeah. the guy. No, and then his fucking cane is glass too. Come yeah. on, bro. Yeah. I just remember loving how that was like. It felt like a. I mean, it is a superhero movie. Yeah, but it felt like like a non DC, non Marvel superhero movie, it's, an original concept. It felt like um, what action comics. 100%. You know what I mean? Like it felt like yeah. that. Yeah. Like before that, you have to incorporate the lore and the fucking this and that. Like j- the most superhero scene of all time is Bruce Willis discovering his strength. Yeah, at the bu- at the Dude. bench press, Dude. and just like, all right, add more, and like it just never. And stops. the fucking camera is fucking mounted on the barbell, so you're just going, and the music Dude. is like swelling. Oh. Dude. and the bar is like bending. The it, fucking that, guy. Oh, dude. That to me is next to Spider-Man's like like discovering, discovering the web, web dude. Yeah. yeah, like that. He was crawling up the wall for the first time. No, like yeah. that that fucking scene in Unbreakable, yeah, that goes so hard. unparalleled, dude. In yeah. like superhero lore, fucking love that movie. Yeah. Um. Anyways, anyways, that's our ranked M Night Shyamalan's. Let's get back to signs. Mm. Signs, baby. So yeah, rewatched. Fucking amazing, dude. I really really like this movie. This movie is, dude. It's visual storytelling. <sighs> Masterclass, yeah, really L- much like No Country. I think, which by the way, I've always said it, but No Country for Old Men is the pinnacle, quintessential mm. of no dialogue and yeah, like letting a, a a the audience discover things with you. It's like not underestimating your audience. It's not making them, you know what I mean. But like even in the script, it's like beautifully written. It's like, do you see signs? Like, oh, yeah. and like you're you're literally seeing signs throughout the entire. You're literally film. watching the movie Signs, <laughs> and you're literally watching Signs. <laughs> yeah, do you see signs? Yeah, I do yeah. see signs right yeah. now. I rented it. I mean, right off the first shot, there's a sign on the wall in in a sense where mm. the, there's the the cross is not there anymore, and there's like an imprint where it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yep, which is like 
It's a perfect metaphor. It's a metaphor, dude. For like he lost his faith, but it, there's like a shadow of it still there. Yeah. Like no matter what. Yeah. And he denies his faith the whole movie. Mm. But he's like, I hate you, God. But, but that is the moment that he acknowledges it. Yep. Yes. So he's like, I'm not faithful anymore. Blah blah. blah I'm blah. not going to spend another minute on praying. Yes. But then when when his son is having an asthma attack. He is looking up to God and saying, I hate you. Don't do this to me again. Which is by acknowledging God, he acknowledged he never lost his faith. Right. right. In a sense. Where he's, he's just like, been ignoring it, right? Yeah, he's just been ignoring him where he's like, if he's talking directly to him, he's acknowledging. He's like, all right, you're there, but I fucking can't stand you. Yeah. Which is such a... The, <sighs> the, the, the subplot of this movie is like... Yeah. About the guy and his faith. It, it's that's the story essentially. Yeah. yeah, honestly, the most powerful Mel Gibson performance ever. Dude, Dude he killed it. Honestly, he, all you know, all the stuff aside, he's a great fucking actor. Your favorite actor? A hundred percent. I loved him in Dragged Across Concrete. Yeah, yeah. I, I love him in. Mad. You just you just love his ideals, what he stands for. I just think he's a cool guy. <laughs> I love his best performance. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's phenomenal and he looks like a superhero dude like yeah yeah like how he, the fuck was he never cast as batman like that's that's one thing that he I does w- he just has that fucking he's got one of the best voices too honestly yeah dude he's really fucking good yeah, yeah. oh my god i mean he he chokes up and cries like four times in this movie oh. and it all looks legit yeah he's he really is an S tier actor. For real. Like, yeah. It's a shame that he's one of the crazies. Dude, you know what yeah. I mean? And anti Semitic and all that. Yeah. The first scene that they filmed was the uh his wife. Yeah, correct. Wow. That that whole that whole sequence. Also uh shot on September thirteenth, two thousand one. Oof. Yeah. So yeah. two well, I thought it was September twelfth. That was 13th. Was it scheduled for twelfth? I think it was scheduled shot. for the eleventh and then they pushed it back a couple days. Okay, yeah. Um and for the kids at home, what happened? On- <laughs> Did something happen on September 11th? Um, I forgot. I don't- yeah, but uh, yeah, the, the first day of principal photography with Mel Gibson in it, in, for the movie was, like you said, the, the car crash scene. And they did a candlelit vigil mm. like before they started. And, you know, that's. And they it, used it. Like they, Mel Gibson uses that in his performance as well. Like the fucking, the somberness on, you know, the, the tone of the, the whole set. It's like, fuck. I mean, yeah, yeah. that for sure fucked with as an adult of that time i mean we were kids so we yeah. were just like what happened you know oh man yeah yeah it's fucking insane but like he uses that in his performance dude as he's talking to his wife for the very last time dude dude shit <sighs> i that i the fact that it's breadcrumb throughout the whole movie too like in his yeah. dreams yeah. like yeah. where it's like what the fuck happened that and night? then it cuts like, off at those specific moments to continue yeah. the current scene it cuts halfway through i love those but also dude the moment I love <laughs> I, I love how he when he is talking about not being faithful or like when he's lost his faith somewhere in the middle of the movie he's like do you know why she said that he was like neurons were just firing she was dying mm-hmm. she a thousand to memories a happy memory yeah, yeah a thousand memories were shooting off in her brain in the moment of death yeah like he's very nihilistic about it he's just like this is very scientific there's nothing mystical there's no sign there's no one waiting for it yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and there's no one watching over us his fucking his monologue about the two groups dude (sighs) yeah that is and the way that ties in at the end like that is probably the peak of the movie i think yeah and not even subtly joaquin phoenix fucking turns in a performance also dude yeah absolutely he did his his uh 
his side of that. Yeah, he did his side of the conversation first. Yeah. And then Mel Gibson had like literally had to go to the White House that day. <laughs> and and they were like, all right, d- don't worry about it. You just finish yours later. And he saw Joaquin's performance. He's like, fuck that. I'm filming my shit right now. Nice. Yeah, we're we're going to. We're going to do this. Yeah. He was in the movie. We were Patriots, I think. And they, oh, okay. they were screening it at the White House. So he had to like dip out or something. But I love how you confuse We Were Soldiers and the Patriots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the, the hybrid. Yeah. It was we the hybrid. Patriot. It was the hybrid prequel they did after everything. <laughs> um, But yeah, We Were Soldiers had a screening at the White House. And then. But yeah. So. But he did this monologue, which. M. Night was like, oh, it's a lot to do. Let's postpone it till the next day. And Mel Gibson fucking nailed it that yeah. day. Crazy. He was like, fuck that. On the day. Lock it in. Let's go. Let's fucking go. And that is one of the... God. This is just a, such a phenomenally executed movie from start to... Like, all of the subplots <sighs> working in cohesion together and their culmination is... It's masterful. Honestly, dude, it's that delivery where uh, Joaquin's like... Or what he's... I think Mel Gibson's like, do you feel comforted? then what does it matter? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Which sums up like so much in that sentence where he's like, like, yeah, religion's <sighs> for you. Yep. Religion is, you know, what is it? It's, it's your tool. personal perspective. It's, it's, it's not an overarching thing. Yeah. I will say uh, <sighs> there are more than a few moments in this movie where the dialogue feels pretty unnatural. And Oh, you mean the fucking army recruit guy? <laughs> that guy. That uh, that guy is that's old. That's old. Yeah. Yes. That guy's fucking hilarious. That, that was I laughed. I completely forgot about that 100%. Yeah. And just laughed at that entire scene. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking weird guy. I've had two separate folks tell me there've been strangers around these parts last couple nights. Can't tell what they look like because they're staying in the shadows, covert like. Nobody's been hurt, mind you. And that's the giveaway. I see. It's called probing. It's a military procedure. You send out a reconnaissance group, very small, check things out. Not to engage, but to evaluate the situation. Evaluate the level of danger. Make sure things are all clear. Clear for what? For the rest of them. You've got a few home run records, don't you? (laughs) You've got... Two minor league home run records, don't you? Five. Why weren't you in the pros making stacks of cash and getting your toes licked by beautiful women? Fucking I weird. Five Do you really have the strikeout record? Yeah. yeah. It's like, why would you ask that? Yeah. yeah. Why not just cast the guy from Full Metal Jacket at that point? Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Harley Ermy, dude. Yeah. Where's he at? <laughs> yeah. I uh, bet you could suck a golf ball through a guard <laughs> hose. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> uh, there's that. And then the first scene where... Um, the cop comes over to their house. That dialogue feels pretty unnatural to me. So there's a there's a couple, and her hat gets bigger. I, I hate that. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Props department dropped the ball then on that he one. He uses a taco to determine. Yeah, the, <laughs> there's a sign. There's all a sign. Uh, exactly. exactly. Uh, but I, I think like from the beginning of this movie, uh, the visual storytelling and the breadcrumbing they do is so like even in the dialogue, like where something wrong, father. And he goes, well, he goes, I'm not, not father, father anymore. anymore. But then also, he's like, I don't hear my kids. Oh. And then it's like, the next, like, dude, know, looking it, for him. what a fucking crazy scene with like the kids facing like the rabid dog. Yeah. It's like, that's an uncomfortable fucking scene, but they yeah. did it like really tastefully, really well. Yeah. You know, dude, I'm just thinking of like every, how every scene is the best tease of the monster the whole time. And we all know it's the alien, but like the way. 
you 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 just it would be a shot of a cornfield and you're always squinting looking for it yeah, yeah. and dude like even just the flashlight on the cornfield the like that is scary yeah the leg oh, the dude leg. yeah the leg 100 like, percent. the way the the flashlight is dying and it's just like just that is pure suspense horror like that is literally textbook perfect man it makes me want to rewatch it again already like, yeah it's so it's it's so masterfully executed i think this is it's by far my favorite of his movies, but it's a masterpiece in suspense for me. I don't think it's. I know it's regarded as nostalgic for some people, but I, I no, genuinely is, think it's like underrated, dude. Pound for pound, this is one of the best horror films ever of all fucking time. Absolutely, and it's it's not because anything is like horrifying. It's tense, thriller, suspense, all of that with a genuine human story throughout. Yeah, that like grips you. It, but there it, is it'd be gripping though there is child acting in this movie great child it's acting fucking amazing dude it's rory okay. culkin yeah rory culkin's pretty good of lords of chaos fame yes we really liked him in that abigail breslin is okay her first movie dude she's amazing what are she's, you talking about she's at, they're too young at that age to be convincing actors i just i just, I just agree. totally so disagree i just see hard. a child saying what they were told to say Dude, I, I don't wholeheartedly disagree. There with was you there. a couple with Abigail, maybe, but she's fucking three or something. Or exactly. Four. But like Rory was incredibly mature and executed his lines amazingly. He I was thought. good. Yeah, I thought he was like he played the older smart they, brother really well. And they give them just enough to like make it legitimate, and they're not like carrying the film, right? That really, you're there, just not. Yeah, I just there was only one scene where I like it. Granted, we're talking about a child. Exactly. But like, there was one scene where she's like, they're on this TV dancing like this. Everybody's dancing. Like, yeah. it was still cute, but it was, it was like, cute. it was a little awkward. But like, the rest, I was like, this girl is, she's nailing it. I don't know. Like, like, what she says, there's a monster outside of my room. Can I have a glass of water? Like, the, yeah. the delivery of that. It's like a kid would say that. Yeah. And I remember I in, it. in that way. I remember it being but in a, the trailer. You don't like kids, is what you're saying. I guess. <laughs> But yeah. I remember that being in the trailer and yeah. like seeing that so many times. I'm like, I, it doesn't feel like something someone said. It feels like something she knew she had to say. And she, I don't know, dude. I I just disagree. Yeah, I thought same. she did great. And like the way, like the it's whole like, water thing. They're, they're not supposed to be acting like adults where they have like emphasis on words. Like it's, no, I she's get just that. saying words and she's a child, you know? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's believable. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was great. But you were talking about the vibes throughout, though. I wanted to talk mm. about how the movie opens because it sets it a tone setter from the beginning is just titles and the music. Mm. The music, 10 out of 10 on this. Yeah. yeah. James Newton Howard, who we talked about last week, yeah. he did Collateral. Yep. Fucking amazing. Also did uh, Batman Begins. Um, but it's so iconic. It, and it was, he was sent reference um, uh, like Psycho. A few other movies, like M Night, was like something like this, and the three notes, the is so like that motif. It's it's executed. He's like, fuck, I gotta do something real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it that motif is executed throughout though. Like when there's somber signs, it's a, it's the when it's more somber scene, it's the same notes, just like more Dragged uplifting. Out, yeah, and and same goes for like the horror when it was like tense scene. It was like. 
It just uses that motif throughout. It does. And it used perfectly. Yes, but it opens with that, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, we talk about this a lot, but how you start your movie, the vibe setter, is so fucking important. And this was just titles with that music. And I think that was such a great choice because opening with that, the terror on full blast Mm -hmm. of the music over titles set this mood of like, okay, there is something ominous coming. There is something. Because the rest of the movie is... Like from the beginning is such a slow burn of like where yeah. are my kids? We're on a farm. There's some the corn is weird. Like all, like all <laughs> corn sure is weird. Yeah, that corn doesn't do that. That's not how I planted that corn. Uh, it's corn. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that the fact that they opened with that the terror of the theme on full blast set it set the mood throughout the movie. I think. Facts. Yeah. No, no, no! I totally. fucking love the music in this movie. Yeah, it's so good. It feels very ET, which is appropriate because it's like alien. I said, dude, super Spielbergian. Like especially that baby monitor scene, which yeah, which M Night talked about. Like they were like, oh, they almost cut that scene out of the movie entirely. Dude, that scene's amazing. That scene is incredible, dude. The baby monitor scene. Yeah, and the way the music perfectly syncs up to yeah. every little turn in their perspective like yeah but like e- like that whole sequence was like that was the most spielberg of it all like that yes yes that was like Absolutely. straight out of like one of those you know the magic yeah the magic of it yeah, yeah. Like, and how the family was coming together to like solve this they, mystical they problem eat, they slowly in a circle decide that you know what i do believe this is happening yeah, yeah. Yes, like, and, oh. and and they, they become like one big radio antenna, and he was like, stop! And they're all, it's this family holding this mm. little, and then it like goes up the baby monitor, and you just hear fucking... Oh, wow, yeah. that's pretty I good. I pretty good is. Signs alien. That's fucking. pretty good. Nice. That with the walk that you did? Oh, yeah, do the walk. Do the walk. Oh, yeah, the... So stupid. This show sucks. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, like you just hear them, and then he's like, "There's two of them talking," mm. and then it this, and it's just this going up to the baby monitor, and the signal goes dead. Mm. Like they were actually doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just aliens. Like, like, there are too many worlds. Yeah. Just, just like, there are too many a- resources to harvest. Yeah, like oh. Just another week avoiding water. Uh, how's everybody else doing? Let's go on this planet that is seventy percent water. They were desperate. It's more than seventy. You immediate. They were desperate. They established <laughs> that. They established they were desperate. Um, but uh, yeah, they, every opportunity like that, for example, every time it showed like the baby monitor mm-hmm. as the aliens, or a shadow <clears> under <throat> the door, or a leg in the cornfield, every single time it's teased, and I saw a scene like that. I saw an opportunity to fuck it up. Yeah, but it does it not. It doesn't. Where it's like, it doesn't reveal it. It do- Like, this could be fucking two aliens talking in a spaceship, but instead <laughs> it's from the baby monitor. It's it's like from this force. It's all from their perspective that they can't access, you know, like their world. I think it could have gone really bad. How do you like whenever the alien is trapped inside the pantry, dude? And like he puts the knife under the door. Like you could have had a reveal right there. Yes, you could have. That is one of the best shots ever in horror film history. Don't do it. Just cans. And but you're waiting. You're like, yeah, gonna pan over to a fucking alien right now. (laughs) The fucking suspense in that scene is just the the suspense in that scene. No music. Yeah. No music. But the decision for for Mel Gibson to do it. 
to look under and he's like, all right, fuck this. He leaves. Yeah. But then to do it all over again, that like last minute, like right before he leaves, he's like, like I got to right, fuck it. He goes up under there, does it real quick, hand, chop, like, dude, one that's of the best scenes ever. That's one of the best sequences ever, yeah. bro. Dude, th- there was a behind the scenes feature on the CGI that I watched where it showed them doing tests in the pantry. Yeah. Of uh, what it could have looked like. Yeah. Did you see that where the eyes mm-hmm. would open and stuff? Like, so it would be like this. I'm outline. so glad they didn't do that. I agree. It, it, like, but, it but, was a, it, when they were figuring out what the camouflage looked like on the alien, yeah. I love how they ended up doing it, but there was they were going to do like a predator type. Like, right, where you have unknowingly been looking right at its closed eye and then it reveals yeah, opening. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So they were going to do something like that, which I'm glad they did not do. But I saw the test, though, and uh-huh. I was like, that would have been sick to startle him, though. Like, if it was a POV shot of from Mel's perspective. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, That'd you're just cool looking at cams. Jump scare, yeah. Similar and to then the, the eyes open. Yeah. Because like looking back at him and then it scares him and then the hand comes out. But I, you had to have the hand thing because it was like identifiable, but, but true. Fuck. Like, uh, the fact that there was no music during that whole thing too, mm. like, like, uh, I'm uh, so good. Uh, just, him the shadow go- under the door, dude. Yeah, just the shadow under the door. Him, go- the shot of him going under the door. Mel Gibson, like, sp- oh, dude. Yeah, that's great. And, uh, that's that great. whole sequence. So we talked about the visual storytelling where it's like he's looking, doesn't see anything, and then then the camera just goes over the knife, and you know exactly what's happening. Yeah, he's gonna take the knife, and then he looks at his reflection, and then he looks at the door. Like it's just so every shot is so intentional. Yeah. in mm-hmm. this movie, and that's it's so fucking hard to believe that he does this. And then old. And then old. <laughs> where it's like, this movie is so... like This is about a science beach where we give people drugs to get them older. Yeah. yeah. There's this weird fucking it's Bermuda science. Triangle beach where everybody gets yeeted into the afterlife quick. Thomas and McKenzie plays a fucking six-year-old. Like, weird. Yikes, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Uncomfortable. Big yikes. And then a fucking four-year-old gets pregnant. Weird. Weird. Anyways. Uh, it's like an anime universe rules. We're like, oh no, she's not actually seven. She's 2,000 years old. Wow. <laughs> no. Anyways. Uh, yeah, th- that scene was masterful. Like, it's so hard to... It's so hard. It's it's impossible to imagine. Like he did the same thing that he did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it's like this. There's no fat in this movie. Everything is so in, intentional and thought out. Yeah. It seems like, like even the first jump scare, uh, the monster outside my room, kind of glass oh. of water, like where you just see him. He's mel- just like mel- on top of a barn, like bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> fucking ooga booga. <laughs> But I love the. I just hear on the fucking roof going, "Fuck you, man." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's just flicking him off. Do something, bitch. Fuck yeah. you, dude. Yeah. And then like the mysticism, like the aliens are hyped up so much without even seeing him. Like the yeah. way like he scaled the roof in a second. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm pretty strong, and I'm pretty fast. This this guy was just toying with us. Like those oh. lines are just like, oh shit. And I loved like. I know we talk about using the news as a way to like give you information of the film, but like it's so disconnected from the story that they are currently having. Yeah. That like I it's like appropriate. And it it's doesn't, like it improves the story. Yeah. It doesn't reveal it the doesn't, story. It doesn't it feels less like an info dump and more like just like the narrative. Being it's contextual. Carried. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's how they would be getting their info. Because yeah. it's not I mean, granted well shit, one of the best reveals of all time 
is the the fucking the birthday, birthday party. party. Yeah, yeah. That's I think that isn't that in the top one hundred scariest scenes of all time. I mean, uh, I would believe that, it. Unforgettable, was, unforgettable. Yeah. Watching that for the first time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That I remember that haunted me. Yeah. So much that like that's we're all obviously we're talking about the the there's a Brazilian birthday party that happens or it's the first real shot of the alien yeah because mm-hmm. like up until this point you're just seeing the lights in the sky mm-hmm. forming all at once and mm-hmm. you know they're not moving and like they're cloaked mm-hmm. in a certain way and and this scene it's like breaking news the footage has been obtained from this birthday party the startling footage we're about to show you was photographed by a 42 year old romero valadares this video was taken yesterday afternoon at his son's seventh birthday in the city of paso fundo brazil it was sent to the local news bureau there and sent to us via satellite just a few minutes ago. All initial opinions are this is genuine. What you're about to see may disturb you. It's one of the most memorable scenes of all time because, like, it starts first of all, like it's like the bushes are swaying a little bit, yeah. and the camera zooms in, and they're all and screaming, like, what screaming the children, screaming children, and yeah, you're like, trying to focus on like whatever they might be looking at, but you yeah. can't tell for the first yeah. while. Yeah, and he shot the whole thing on a real camcorder too, yeah. by the way. Like, believe he, that. Yeah, like, and that was M Night shooting all of that. Yeah, he, yeah, and it's just, dude. That's the, like the crossing is so iconic. Yeah. 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 Like, and the fact when you go back and watch it, the fact that he's right there Whoa. until like he moves. Like he's looking at the camera. He's looking at the camera until he moves, which Whoa. is so creepy. But like the first time you're watching it, you don't see him. It's like you're experiencing the kids. You're experiencing Joaquin, everything. You're experiencing Wait, it from, he's there yeah. in the shot? He's in the shot. You can see him like behind the bush just looking right just, at the he's camera. He's looking right at the you can You can see him standing there and I'll put it here, but like you, you can see him standing there for the full time, the camera's on the alleyway. Really? Until he moves. I thought he just comes around the corner. No. Really? He's sitting right there, dude. I want to see that. Yeah, yeah. But that's the best. I love that. Because you didn't see him. Uh-uh. That's his whole thing. The cloaking, their camouflage. Wow. He's like the coal scene. It's right there until he moves, you know, or whatever. Like the, the coal mine hand and all the, all the, the way they use their camo, the reveals. I love the the way that they use it because it, it's like a textual thing. It's not just yeah. like invisible. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not a fucking Harry Potter cloak. Right. It's like an actual texture. Yes, that it's they like create. a chameleon. It's yeah. it's based in fucking science. I love that. And the dude, especially when they show the reflection of Mel Gibson 
In, on the arm, on the arm, and, yeah. the, and the screaming and the girl, screen, yes, the screaming girl yeah. in the back, yeah, oh. that, that was so cool. Like yeah. the way, like mm. it was like you could see it, like it's trying to adapt, yeah. like, to the image behind it, it, it was and it's like it's involuntary almost. It's like an octopus, you know For what sure. I mean? That's what it felt like. It was just, um, and and the fucking dot, dude, the detail of the fucking hand, the fucking exact hand that he chopped off, yeah, holding his son, and like the grid of the the shirt yes. that he's wearing. Like all of that. Although, although when it does the brief flashback to, he's like, "Oh, that's the alien that I." That's like probably the. That's only- the one part. I was like, "Don't fucking use that. We get it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You got to spoon feed. Yeah. You spoon feed it a little bit because was- you know somebody in a test screen was like, "What the fuck? How yeah. am I supposed and- to know?" Like, okay, okay now we got to base our entire fucking. Our entire film on what a guy that's getting paid fifty dollars said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the guy there for the free food and pizza is yeah. changing the movie yeah. forever. He's like, for shouldn't everyone. the aliens' eyes be bigger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking asshole. We we've talked about it the whole time, but the 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 Jaws rule. Yes, uh, yeah. It, like every single time you saw a limb, you saw a shadow. That was you know showing a fin. That was showing. It was the fin in the water. Yeah, it was just like what the fuck and crazy. The scene with the uh, M Night. His little cameo. I hate that. I hate it. Yeah, not a fan. But this one was the... It was the least egregious of them all. I feel, yeah. There's also the element of, hey, why aren't you in jail? You killed a woman. Involuntary manslaughter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. He just fell asleep. Sometimes they get off. Tom, I'll need a ride home. He was just sweepy. Guys, he's hit that Nini. Yeah, that road Nini on the road. Your Honor, my client was so sweepy. <laughs> <laughs> the wife said it was meant to be. So, Your Honor, my client was just chilling so hard. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know your client was chilling like that. Damn, I didn't realize I didn't. he was chilling so hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Your so- Honor, my client is literally innocent. <laughs> Go off, I guess. <laughs> uh, but his 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 cameo. Uh, a fun little fact about it was... It's giving, not... <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, my client's giving, not guilty. Uh, um, anyways, uh, M. Night's cameo... <laughs> fuck you. Fuck off. Your Honor, my client is so not guilty, and that's on God, no cap. <laughs> Our defense is bussing. Line the fuck Thank up. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it, dude. My fun facts don't matter. <laughs> Just go fuck for it. it. Go for it. No, fuck it. Anyways, um, <laughs> this was his real first attempt at using a lot of CGI. There's not a ton, but this is his first like. When it's big... used complimentary like this, it works. What, yeah. Okay, the fact that we're talking about it's obstructed, so it works. Right, it's obstructed, so the, it improve like the C- the CGI complements the story that they're saying that they're telling. You know For what I mean? Sure. Granted, you know when it does do an all out wide shot of him holding the boy it doesn't look great but like at least it's like covered in shadows yeah he's backlit yes heavily. yeah or or the tv screenshot which is amazing the tv screenshot yeah. is the best i've got a crt now and every time i walk past that crt i'm like who yeah yeah, yeah. I, mean, I feel like after i mean everyone after they watched this movie and we all had crts in our homes that every time you walk past it you're like yeah you're yeah. just, you're like, just oh, on the lookout you know oh. what i mean like in the fact that when it like the first real shot of it is that mm. as they pull the CRT in. Mm. 
and it reveals him. And it's there. so shocking. And like, it's so shocking. And he's still silhouetted. But then there's this shot of that. It zooms in on him. Yeah. And on the alien. And I was just like, oh, that's such a good shot. Which is, in my opinion, my one of the only gripes of this movie is like, they reveal they show him a little bit too much during that scene. Yeah. Like he's obscured so perfectly. They kinda need to though. Like they, yeah, they've true. they've edged us so hard. True, Especially true. if the alien is front and center in the same room as the whole family. That's true. You know. But I like that he was backlit and you could <clears> still kind of he was still obscured. There was one shot when the water first spills on him and he goes like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that was cool. That one it's cool, but it, that's the only goofy looking shot to me. Like really, really? goofy looking. Like, I thought that they actually did a really good job. Dude, this is 2002. You know I what know. I'm saying? I know. It's better than most fucking Marvel movies. Yeah. Shout out to yeah. ILM. Industrial Light and Magic. I was like, wait. Yeah, they they do. They're the most IBM. Ah, uh, yes. They're the most famous VFX company in film like ever. They did all of Star Wars. And you're on and... a movie podcast. Just by the way. Look, I'm the anime member of the podcast. The cornfield and the farmhouse were all built from the ground up. Well, how the fuck else did it get there? It could have been <laughs> shot on location. Yeah, they built yeah, it. they still had to build it. Yeah, they built it for the movie. Asshole, <laughs> shut the fuck up. the The house was well, it was built at some point. <laughs> fuck you. I'm not wrong. The house was uh, red, white, and blue. By the way, like an American flag. No, hmm. it was a sign. Symbol, a metaphor. Americana. Oh, and it's a farm, and it's and corn. They're white people, <laughs> and it's a white family. So, <clears throat> the artwork in the book, the, you know, the alien book that's referenced, oh, around, which oh, yeah. is like, which is like their Bible essentially, uh-huh. um, by director, or director, like what was it, the Doctor Bing Bong or something? <laughs> <laughs> really? It? Yeah. Something no, like it was a, it was a weird name, and I mean Mel Gibson's character makes a joke about the name. He's like, oh, let's see what Dr. Booma thinks or whatever. Yeah. And then oh. Rory's like, dad. He's like, dad, you're not taking this seriously. Gotcha. Which, by the way, this movie is hilarious. It's yeah. It's really funny. It's like the humor really shines through like, like the fucking sarcasm. The aluminum foil on the head. The aluminum yeah. foil on the, on the heads is like iconic, but also just like, even the, the scene with an alien in the pantry. Yeah. Mel's like, we've got your friends in a paddy wagon. He's like, <laughs> fucking shit. I'm gonna beat your ass, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix, dude. Holy shit, is he funny in this movie? Dude, yeah. yeah. Excluding the fact that there might be a seven foot Scandinavian woman on <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, he's like, what else is a possibility? Right. Yeah. The, the movie's hilarious. Really funny. I'm insane with anger. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and then Joaquin. Gonna beat your ass. Gonna beat your ass, bitch. I cursed. Yeah. I heard. I heard. <laughs> the fact that he, the whole movie, you don't have to know. That he lost his faith, but it's alluded to so mm-hmm. well, where it's like he used to be like everyone's like the the town scene, for example, where they all split up. And he goes to the pharmacy and it takes like a fucking hour. Yeah, he goes <laughs> to the pharmacy and has a funny scene, another funny scene yeah. there. And then um Joaquin, you get backstories like the town was like character development, the the scene. Yeah, you could tell it's like the smallest town on earth. The, like, yeah. I mean, Mel goes to the pharmacy and you get to hear like you're still a father i'm still gonna preach to you joaquin goes to the the, military the army guy. recruitment office yeah for some reason gets a pamphlet and then there he's like you've got five home run records don't you <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like you're, you see you hold three home run records he's like actually five and then you get that backstory that he's a fucking swinger. He's a heavy hitter. Also, 507 feet for a home run. That's like Mickey Mantle numbers. Really? That's like hard as shit. Yeah. Fucking crank that shit. Yeah. But um, 
and then the kids you get their backstory of like they're the curious like inquisitive investigative ones they go and they get an alien book and all that but um and she's just tagging along yeah with her water yeah another foreshadowing but yeah yeah dude the way that everything comes full circle in that way where it's like she's she provides the water all the glasses of water that spill on the he has the asthma because his lungs needed to be closed exactly that yeah the fucking baseball bat on the like right next to him on the mantle come on Mm -hmm. man like all of that coming together and mel gibson being the one to see the signs Mm -hmm. his return to faith exactly with all like and and even the editing is so masterful in that because first of all you had three simultaneous storylines all coming to fruition at the very end one being the the crash scene you get that you get the the terror of an alien being in the fucking living room and then the third one it cuts back to his monologue yeah which type of person are you yeah cutting between all three of those dude that's masterful come on like that's editorial fucking no it that's story he knows how to how to reach that climax in film dude yeah Yeah. he does like and that is a perfect instance of that yeah where he's like you got to ask yourself which one are you the one that sees the signs and then and then he like gives into like the part that he was denying the entire movie yeah Mm. and then and then the fact that joaquin goes steps forward and he goes merle wait like the fact that fucking joaquin was just ready to go is so sick like that's always like such a his aspect like how there were opposites but in that sense did did you ever there were certain moments in this movie where it's like Joaquin Phoenix is acting. I'm like, that's the Joker, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's crazy that that's the Joker. Yeah. That yeah, is yeah. the Joker currently. Yeah. Um, the, the He's base- the Joker, baby. He's the Joker, baby. I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> the basement scene. Yeah. The fact that, like, they, they, the fucking hand in the yes. grate. That's the like- hand in the grate. But then, but the way they managed to get the light bulb taken out love that where it's like we need to we need to you know lock the door and like the handle jiggling Mm. and then and then them discovering that it's all tactics to distract them yeah it gives it like another layer of suspense i love that yeah but like he finds an axe to block the door and he knocks the the light bulb out and you just hear sound design this is like i i'm just my head being wrapped around this movie is I'm going to say it a million times, but it's the suspense mastery. Yeah. Where it's like, you lit- he literally doesn't show anything. Mm. And that's what made it so good. Yeah. yeah. Where exactly. it's like, it's, it's Jaws a- with a fucking alien. Dude. dude, he knocks a light out and you just hear sound design and scuffling. Mm. And then someone, and then she finds a flashlight, I think, someone, I think, and points it towards the door and to mm. reveal them with a successful door, like, lock. Yeah. Dude, like, amazing so good even when they're like boarding up the windows and doors and stuff and you just see like this like the shadows of the aliens passing the boarded up windows they're yeah. like oh it's beginning yeah, if you're they're li- on the roof yeah oh. oh come on if you're listening to this episode and you're not ready to immediately watch signs right now like fuck you dude yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like definitely watch this movie asap yeah clint eastwood was originally offered the role for Mel Gibson. Ooh, whoa. Turn, yeah, that would, would have been, been way cool. different. Turned it down. But honestly, dude, Mel Gibson was perfect. He, he, was, he was amazing. This, yeah. Paul Newman was all, also off eh, the role. Make God. your fucking vinaigrettes. This movie was almost called The Alien Bulletin or Visitors. Uh, fuck the both Alien of those. Bulletin? That's awful. Signs is, I think, the perfect name for this movie. Yeah. DMT is going to be really hard for this. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's we got? Oh, it was Little Girl's film debut. Abigail Breslin. That was her film debut. 
Mm. Then she does Little Miss Sunshine, which is four three as fuck. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, have you, you've seen that, right? Mm. Dude, good. Um, in one of the opening scenes, uh, crickets can be heard chirping, but they <clears throat> stop chirping right before things start to pop off. Shit. Oh shit. So it's it's a subconscious sort of like like uh hyper focus yeah crickets stop chirping when they sense vibration nearby so if you're near crickets they just stop and the fact that the crickets stop in one of the opening scenes wow. is one of those subtle like something's nearby something's or something's off dangerous yeah, yeah. that's cool cool johnny depp was also originally approached to star somehow but i don't see that i could have seen no. him as joaquin's character but yeah, yeah i yeah, guess maybe oh dude the scene when back to the brazilian birthday party when when you see the alien footage for the first time, Joaquin's performance there. Oh, oh yeah. So there was a he's moment. He's just like fascinated. Yeah, like he he's in horror. That's like yeah. one of the best horror shots is when he's backing up into the coats or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that was M Night's idea. So basically, they did a bunch of takes of him like, oh my gosh, what am I looking at? Right there is on one of the last takes. He goes in this take, end up in the coats. I don't know. However, you want to whatever. And and that is like one of the most. The fact that he backs all the way up, hand over his mouth like this. There's not mm. enough room in there to contain his fucking... Well, yeah. yeah. And and the way he, he has to pick the chair back up and go sit closer when they freeze... Fr- they rewind it and freeze frame it yeah. on, on the news. And the way he has to... like the He doesn't blink. Like His performance there is so fucking amazing. <sighs> yeah. Captivating. Um, yeah. It was, <clears throat> and it's just the best fucking way... It's just the best way to do an alien movie. Like, from a small family's perspective on a farm, like, it's not... Yeah, barely any other characters in the fucking movie. It's War of the Worlds, but they never leave the farmhouse, which is... Yeah, it's like a completely localized alien invasion story. It's like a perfect little short story. Yes. It could be, but... This could be... No, it couldn't be. I was going to say a one-act play, but there's, like, multiple... Yeah. I mean, but it's just fucking fantastic. Did you guys watch the deleted scenes? No, no. There's this one, the attic. One gets into the attic. Mm. It's so haunting. I get why it was cut once you watch it. It was just a little, it was just one more tease gag they didn't need. Yeah. But, um, you know, when they first notice it's on the roof, instead of like in the, in the movie, they cut to the attic. They show a, a shot of the attic and then it kind of is left. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Like, oh, and like the way. Every time it's always right around the corner, which is yes. something I love. Where it's like they're they're running away, and and there's a the shot is it dolling away from a door and the hand coming underneath as they go to the basement, yeah, you know, like that shot. But there was an attic one that they cut, which I get. You already have enough gags, enough tees, yeah. But the attic one was really cool. They tried to prevent the attic door, mm. like they they go, oh fuck the attic, we forgot about that, and they run upstairs. They put a they scoot a. Like a dresser like, or something? Yeah, like well, first Joaquin jumps on a a, a a chair and is just holding it. Yeah, and then it's like <laughs> it's like he's right, it's right there, and they're like, and then um, Mel's like, uh, can you hold it? And he's like, he's like, this is pretty temporary. And then they they fucking scoot over like this huge dresser, this huge shelf that that like makes it's it just so that, enough room, just yeah. enough room so the attic door doesn't fully come down. But it's like. It's so violent. It's really crazy. Like they put the thing there, and then there's like this pause, and it's like, dish, 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 dish. like shit. The alien is fucking pissed. sounds unsettling. Yeah, yeah, it's like so unsettling. But then, then they 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 go down after that, and then. Back door. 
Barrel, leave it. Two seconds. They cut that, and then it's just him just walking down to the basement, shutting the door. So now, which is, it's for the best. Good. There's for the not, best. there's like you said, there's not an ounce of foul in this movie. It doesn't yeah. really need yeah. it. I also thought, dude, like as whenever they actually end up at the house, they board up all the doors and shit, and like it's it's the whole you're not seeing it, but like in your mind you're creating the <clears> scenario <throat> where it's like they're looking inside the interior of the house through the living room, and then you hear the alien walking outside. It like hits the chimes. Yeah. And it's like, it's just walking. And the camera's just panning on the wall. Yeah. It's just panning on the wall, but it's like the sound design and like them looking at it. It's like. And he goes, should we turn the lights off? He goes, they already know we're in here. Yeah. Oh, shit. Come on. Shit. I mean, like, why? And make it spookier for us? Shut up. And and then, and then the way like he's, he's talking to Abigail. He's like, you know, when you were born, which by the way, those two stories he tells about their birth was actually the birth stories of M. Night's kids. Oh, wow. Oh. But he, he was telling those stories. He's like, you know, when you were born? And then Miro's in the background. They're on the roof. Yeah. And she's like, you didn't cry. Everyone just looked at your angelic eyes. And he's like, they're in the attic. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like the, the tenseness of... Yeah. Neat. What a fucking terrific movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's about all I got. All righty. Alex, anything else? No. Uh, there's another brief bit of like odd dialogue or maybe just like wrong casting or something with the... Uh, when they're in the bookstore and the lady's like, 
yeah, we got one exactly one copy of the book you're looking for, and we kept it just in case some city folk came in. Uh, was, I really didn't like that. Yeah, unneeded. That's just about silly. it. It's just a book. Have, it's a bookstore. Yeah, just, just have, have the book. book. It's in just your have store. a book. I think we do have one on. We the... have exactly one that we got on accident, by the way. Well, I guess maybe yeah. that's like in line with the, the miracle. coincidences. Yeah, yeah. The miracle. There are no coincidences, as he says. <laughs> Either you're one or two people. You know. Yeah. Right. yeah. Alrighty. Is it cinema with Marty Scorsese's boys? We have to determine whether or not 2002's Signs by M. Night Shyamalan is in fact motherfucking cinema, BB. I'll go first. Ah. It's fucking cinema as shit. Yeah. Ah. Alex agrees, Chris? Absolutely, dude. Ah. I need this motherfucker on 4K, bro. There's not a 4K. I know. It fucking sucks. It's not even a steelbook, I don't think. Nope. Uh, There is. Really? It's it's an import situation. Of course it is. It's Uh, by the Portuguese steelbook. Right. So not bearing the lead. Is it 4-3? Absolutely. Ah! One of the best movies in general to me. It's one of the best alien movies ever and one of the best movies ever. So fucking good. Alex? Uh, You know... Right after I watched this movie yesterday, I was in firmly in the camp of cinema not 4-3 because I was just dwelling on the blemishes that I mentioned. But the more I think about it and the more the themes perfectly tie together and how suspenseful it is, I got to say it is 4-3. Oh, my God. We almost had a not 4-3. This is fucking 4-3 as shit, dude. Hell yeah. It's fucking amazing. It's one of the best movies ever, man. I fucking love this movie. Shall we do budget for, or should we do DMT first? We gotta do DMTs. What is a dumb movie title for signs? I have Alien Ant Farm <laughs> and uh, Alien Farmy Boys. And sure. Gray. Just oh, gray. Okay. Just gray. Gray. Josh? Uh, Field of Grays. Nice. Nice. Uh, aliens in the Outfield. I That's love it. that. That's it. Yeah. Chris? Nope. Don't even need to do mine because no. that was no, it. No, no. All right. Space Jaws. I'm sorry, Space Jaws. I'm sorry, Space Jaws. Alien Farmy Boys. Alien Farmy Boys. Alien Farmy Boys. Alien Farmy Boys. Gray. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. That's what I said. Chris, yeah. you can just edit that out. Like I can't. Yeah. Like just I said, edit, edit your list. I out. will. Aliens. Aliens in the outfield. Yeah, that's pretty good. I actually thought that up. As we started the episode. That's really good. Nice I didn't one. have a single one. I was like, oh, fuck. Fuck, you got to think of something. Yeah. Um, budget? Four signs? <sighs> what was the budget for the movie Signs? 2002. I'll go first. 60 million. 60, eh? Yep. I think that's pretty accurate. I might say $47 million. Specific? I'll say $72 million. Alexa, what was the budget for the movie Signs 2002? The average budget of Sci Fist in 2002 oh my God. is. Alexa, by the way, The Rings of Power is coming out. <laughs> yeah, for real. Alexa, what was the budget for the movie Signs? Now my bedroom is answering. This might answer your question. Okay. The budget for the movie Signs was $260 million. No US way. Dollars. No, it wasn't. Bullshit. Yeah, no way. Hold on. They're like, we planted some corn, and it actually cost $200 million to plant corn. <laughs> How much did you say, Alex? 72. 
what is it, like 14? Holy shit. Is it 72? 72 million. No way. (laughs) Is that the first time I've got it like right on the dot? Yeah. Holy shit. That wasn't a round number? Yes. Holy shit. Congrats, man. I really did it. How much was fuck? How much was Mel Gibson paid for his role? Ooh, twenty-one million. Twenty-one. Okay. I'm gonna say fourteen. Twenty-five million dollars. Fuck, dude! Bro. What a fucking bag, dude! That's a bag. Jesus. <laughs> I am a quarter of your movie budget. I mean, shit, dude. Honestly, more power worth it. More than a quarter. Jesus. Anyways, that's very money grubbing of him. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, become that which you hate, eh? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what else we got? Uh, Mel, after game, Mel, Mel Gibson, Gibson movies, sure. And Joaquin Phoenix, we can do that too. Sure. Uh, Mel Gibson. Fuck. So you won. You go ahead. Signs. Uh, blah, 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 the <clears throat> Patriot. Lethal Weapon. Dragged across concrete. We were soldiers. Nice. South Park. <laughs> Mad Max. No, he wasn't really in South Park. Yeah, well, his likeness was aggressive. So you're out. It was a joke. Let me. Well, I already. No, he already went. Okay, fine. I'll be out. I don't, actually, don't care. I want this to be over. I'm hungry. <laughs> I don't even care. Actually, care. I'm hungry I and I want to go. <laughs> My mom's picking me up right now. Actually, so I gotta go. You guys thought I cared? I don't. <laughs> Fuck. Mad Max, you got it. Yeah. All right. Um. Uh, what women want? Nice. Uh, and that would be Mel Gibson. It's a solid movie. It actually, it's a smart movie. Um, smart movie. Mel Gibson, the son of Gib. His name's Mel. It's been in tons of movies. You're so fucking out. Fine, I'm out. Edge of Darkness, Fuck. baby. Let's fucking go, dude. Dude, that one that one scene in Edge of Darkness, though. Yeah. Every, yeah. Should we do Joaquin as well? Sure. Chris, how about I start it? Signs. The Master. The Village. Joker. Mm. Joker. I just met her. Her. Nice. Uh, Gladiator. I just met her. Oh, oh. What? Gladiator. I just met her. <laughs> uh, it has to be an er now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, ladder 49. Ladder. Is that about? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we're a shit podcast. <laughs> yeah. Genuinely. Shit. Joaquin Phoenix, baby. I'm out. Stand by me? Or is that River? It's River Phoenix. Fuck. All right, I'm out. I just got to do one more. One more Joaquin Phoenix joint. <laughs> A Joaquin joint. Inherent vice. Fuck. Fuck oh, you shit. both. Nice. nice. Hold on. <clears throat> We did it. Is that it for the show? That's it. <clears throat> All righty. Let's fucking be, dude. Thank you for listening to There Are Too Many Movies. Five bucks on Patreon if you want access to bonus episodes, our Discord, behind-the-scenes stuff, all that good shit. Five bucks a month, baby. Feet pics. Pics of us holding steel books with our feet. Yeah. 
I'm a fucking Pokemon Steelbook collection in the Patreon. Come to the Discord. Come hang out. I have way too many. Yeah, but I have, goes, I have more though. Is the thing? I don't think so. I genuinely fucking disagree. I, uh, uh, yeah, you have more. <laughs> B later, Toads.